Welcome back to a bonus episode of Tales from the Mine. I'm Marty. And I'm Luke. And we're going to be going through our GoFest experiences today. Uh, we both, uh, last podcast, GM and I uh, talked about GoFest while Lou was at GoFest, so that was useless. And now both of us have gone to GoFest, and we both can talk about our different experiences, Chicago versus Berlin. Uh, and uh, we have some questions from the Discord that we that we, we asked, so we have some of those to go through. And then our usual data mining updates and stuff. Um, so we'll get into it, but first, uh, we wanted to say thank you everyone again. Uh, we hit a hundred thousand followers on Twitter yesterday, uh, as of the time of this recording. Uh, so thank you very much, everyone. That, uh, is really awesome, uh, that a hundred thousand of you, uh, care enough to listen to what we say, uh, and updates. I mean, it's not what you don't care what we say. You care about what's in the game. Let's be real. But <laughs> that, but, uh, that's still very humbling. So thank you so much, everyone. Uh, it's really, really cool. Um, we wanted to do something special for a hundred thousand, but I was a grumpy old man and, uh, didn't do any of the suggestions that Lou suggested. So Lou tried, uh, but I, I was a party pooper. I so, did try. So um, you hook up on discord and at Mart as much as you want for punishment. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about maybe doing our three year anniversaries coming up in a few weeks. So maybe we'll do like a combined a hundred thousand. And I, I'm just, I'm just a grumpy old man when it comes to, celebrations <laughs> uh but yeah it, it is it is very uh awesome so thank you everyone um do you do you have anything you wanted to add to to the hundred thousand or are you like oh yeah we did it yeah it's just yeah it's, it's pretty awesome i didn't think we'd ever get quite as large as that i thought it was quite a big milestone we hit like we were tracking like 10k 20k and stuff and that feels like it was ages ago and now we're 100k it feels a bit kind of unreal really yeah, that's very that's very true. We were putting out like updates every ten, and then it's like, okay, well, this is getting a little annoying. If we're you know bursting or if we're growing or whatever. Uh, then it's it's funny because like I I look at like oh like oh a hundred thousand we're doing so good, and then you look at people like Serbi and Leak Duck, and it's like oh we're still very tiny. Yeah, <laughs> but to be fair, compared to a lot of Pokemon Go, we are we are pretty large. Like yeah, there are some that are larger than us, but we're larger than most. Yeah, it's true. We're larger than a lot of the stuff out there, which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, no, this is this is awesome. Um, thank you for the support. Keep it up. Uh, we'll we'll keep doing it as long as you guys want us to keep doing it. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, I guess let's get into GoFest. Sound uh, effect transition. Woo! <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess you you went first. I guess so. Uh, we're just gonna have some I guess talking points. We'll get to some questions, but um, yeah, I guess first and foremost, was your GoFest good? Uh, yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. Uh, there were definitely some things that could have been better, but overall, it was a good event. It was really nice to get out there and do it in person again in the actual location as opposed to the virtual ones. Which don't get me wrong, I still enjoy the virtual ones, but the in-person traveling and stuff for them just adds that little bit extra in my opinion. What about yourself? Makes them more special. Yeah, so my last GoFest in person was a disaster. It was the Chicago 2019 one where um, I couldn't Verizon was down for like the first hour and a bit. So couldn't play the game at all. Uh, finally got in, and then the city shut us down because of oh, the thunderstorm that warning. Yeah, it, yeah, it never day. rained. Yeah, exactly. It never rained at all the entire day, but the city kicked everyone out of the park. So we were just like chilling in the city for two hours. Niantic, or sorry, the the city finally let us back in. So by that point, I got like four hours of gameplay uh, out of the whole thing. And to be honest, like none of it was Niantic's fault at all in this situation. It was shitty Verizon, and it was shitty. Uh, 
city. I mean, I guess it's safety. I mean, I don't want to, you know, it's a safety concern. I don't want to, you know, but I mean, like th- there wasn't clouds. There, like, I don't know what, what they were looking at to determine that there was a, a <laughs> thunderstorm coming, but there was no rain thunderstorm anywhere near the the city. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, and then the make so Niantic did a makeup day that was like a month later or something like that, but I was at a wedding that day, so I couldn't really play. I got maybe an hour or two in, in the morning at like a very small park. Uh, cause it was in kind of a remote location that we were in. Mm. And so, yeah, I'm like my, my last go fest was a really low point. So, I, th- this was much better. Like, it, pr- I think, you know, partially because the last one was, was so bad. Um, the, this one I think was just like elevated, but I do honestly think this was the best skill fest. Even though I, I didn't go to the 2017 one, but I went to the 2018 one and that one was really good. Um, wasn't and I think wasn't the 2017 one, the disaster one with Lugia and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's the one that no one talks about. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> that everyone pretends yeah. didn't happen because Niantic got sued afterwards as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so we uh, I didn't I didn't go to that one, but yeah, this was for me by far much better than the 2018 one, and um, and we'll get more into details as why. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. Mm. I think I prefer 2019 just based on it being in Dortmund instead of Berlin. Um, mm. because it was it's outside of GoFest, there wasn't a lot happening in Berlin. Whereas in Dortmund, there's a very like small city center where everything is, and over that whole time, you would see Go players everywhere, and there was stuff happening. There were special, uh, there was a special event happening throughout the city as well over the whole event. They didn't bother any of that this year, which is a bit of a shame because it was quite nice oh, having having that before as well. Hmm. Yeah, that's one thing I noticed is that in Chicago, like the whole city was lit up and lured and it was really active and, you know, there's people all over the place. Mm. Um, and Seattle, the, 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 most of the city was lured, but there was definitely like, um, I think the choice for Seattle was really poor. Like, despite me really enjoying it, I think Seattle was a really bad choice yeah. uh, for two for a few different reasons. But the, the first reason is that it's on w- one side of the continent. Uh, it just makes it like most of the people that so like I, I went by myself this time and and a big reason that a lot of people told me was like I can't drive there I can't take like an hour flight you know like Chicago is fairly central to a lot of people yeah um, and then, like there was, it was like a five hour flight you know like which you know the whole thing cost me like twenty two twenty four hundred dollars mm-hmm. something like that to to go out there like it just people like I just can't afford that um, so I think having it you know and, and that's why I think a lot of places in Germany make sense in Europe because it's fairly central to you know europe yeah um oh yeah and berlin definitely makes more sense as well because it has such good travel connections you've got the airport you've got you've got the rail and stuff so it it does make sense the way they switched it it's just a shame that virtual stuff outside the park area didn't happen yeah and the other issue i had with seattle was was the first time i ever was in seattle but like the stop density was just like weird like Mm. it was like not evenly like there was giant pockets of just like dead strips Throughout, like in Chicago, like no matter where you went, it's like New York, you know, if you go to Manhattan, like everywhere is just, you know, every block has three or four stops, you know, everything was lowered up. There was great spawn density everywhere. Um, and with, with floors, obviously. Um, but Seattle, like there was definitely like just giant, like two or three blocks at a time where there was like maybe one or two stops and then like there would be a, a cluster. Like it was just very weird. And so, um, I don't know, it just, it didn't, um, and like the, and going between the park and the city, like you had to go through a stretch that was like, fairly dead 
um, for like, re- I mean, there were still stops obviously, and there were still spawns, but like yeah. relative to like, you know, the core downtown areas and like the pockets in Seattle and, and uh, Chicago. So I thought that was weird. Uh, and then my other issue with Seattle itself is that the park was just a super weird layout. Like I like, it looks like, um, uh, Dortmund. Sorry, I said Berlin earlier. That's a lie. Uh, the, uh, no, it was Berlin. Sorry. You're talking. Yeah, 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 it's Berlin this year. Yeah. It's Berlin this year. Yeah. Sorry. I got that backwards for a second. Uh, yeah. So like Berlin looked like the park was really big and you know, it was like a park and like things were spread out and like, you could like look across the park and see like other biomes from the other side of the park and stuff like that, which sounded cool. But like the layout was like super freaking weird in this because it was like in the middle of the main seattle center area so there was Mm. like all the tourists all like families going to the park uh there was like the space needle there which was cool but then there was like all these exhibitions and like normal touristy things and it was really confusing getting around uh you had to follow this like there wasn't like a clear loop like i remember previous chicago like Chicago before and it looks like you know and the safari zones and stuff like that like there was a loop you could go in like one direction and you could like continue to basically go in a circle right yeah and continue to grind and this like you couldn't you can't do that so say you usually to, like, they walk. have like their 2k and their 5k walking routes don't they and that this is the path you can follow oh I haven't seen that when is, was that it did you yeah, yeah they, they used to have that on the map like they'd have this is the 2k walking route this is the 5k walking route or at least they did in Dortmund and oh. stuff before Oh, I've never seen that. Uh, maybe that's a German specific thing. Maybe. Uh, interesting. Um, but yeah, it like, so like you would walk from like one side of the park and you'd go like, basically like they, they, there's like a couple of times you could like divvy out off, but like you basically had to like walk in a straight line for the most part back and forth. And then like some parts like the battle stadium uh, and like the train posts were like off in the middle. Like it took me like 30 minutes to find them because they were like off this like side path. Hmm. Um, and it was it was just and like so i think all that said Niantic did a really good job with the space that they had and they did a really good job at like um creating the uh what's it called um oh i see you just sent me the map it does say the two 5k stuff yeah so you got the green line oh. and then the, the orange line and then the two walking oh, routes oh and then yeah but yeah, they no, had I'm... the same there was just the 2k walking route uh, okay, yeah, no, I don't remember ever seeing that for any of this. Maybe there was for Chicago and I didn't pay attention, mm. but there definitely wasn't for Seattle. Yeah. But, well, I say that so confidently, but I might be wrong. <laughs> um, but I, I don't see how you could do that in the layout because, um, but like they did a really good job like integrating like the real park and stuff like, like, you know, like their oasis was like built into the fountain, which was cool. And they did this in Chicago last, last time too. Uh, and like the electric garden was built in with like, there was this glass garden yeah. exhibition thing. So they did a really, and like, you know, the fact that like PVP was in an actual stadium mm. and like you could stand in the stands and stuff like that and watch like, like stuff like that. Like it was really cool. Like, I think it, like it, I, so I don't know like if it was like the same person, like if they chose it, if it was like someone, it, 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 if I'm too mind, just either like there was a team that like chose this park and location and then another team did a really good job, you know. Uh, like and they chose it for like some different reasons. I don't know what the reasons would be, right? But like, yeah. like they chose it for a different reason. And then another team did a really good job integrating things. Or if they like chose it because they could integrate things, but kind of ignoring the awkward layout mm-hmm. of it. Um, but uh, yeah, so like like layout wise, I think I prefer the park um, and like what you guys got in in Berlin because it was more spread out and uh, not as. I don't know, just, just, and it was just, like, weird, like, having, 
you know, like families and tourists and like just a bunch of other random people that were like, what are all these people doing on their phone? Like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like previous years. It's like, okay, the whole park is Pogo. Everyone there is, is Pogo. Uh, you know, you don't have to deal with weird people dealing with you or getting, you know what I mean? Like it's just, so yeah. I, I thought, I thought that was weird. Yeah. Yeah, but Berlin was that, right? yeah, it was a closed park, but people that had season tickets were still allowed to go in. Um, so there were a few people that weren't in the event, but mostly it was people that were there for GoFest, and that was it. Right, and I think people, yeah, go- most people, I think people, most people that went there didn't realize it was about them were like, I don't want to be here, so they just left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whereas, like, because this is a park, you know, with like the attraction is the park in mm. your case, right? Where this is like, if someone is like, oh, there's a bunch of weird people here, but I'm gonna go see the space needle. So I'm going to go wait an hour in line to see the space needle. Like while there's all these weird nerds playing this weird mobile game. Like, yeah, yeah it was, it was just weird. So I, yeah, I, I don't think they should go back to Seattle um, because of those reasons. But despite all that, I still think it was the best go fest because mm-hmm. of uh, the, the use of the biomes. Like I said, like the spawns were really diverse. Like it was the first time in a while that like, I think it was the Montreal Safari zone that I went to that, I felt like it was just like a good diverse set of spawns, not like the global go fest where it felt, um, I don't know, like a lot of the spawns were just like starters or non shinies and like they weren't exciting. Like everything felt exciting. And even for like shinies that I didn't particularly care about, like combi or whatever, I was still like excited. Cause like, they're kind of more of a rare Pokemon, yeah. you know, that are more seen in events and stuff. So yeah. And the, the change um, in the gender race was quite a nice thing for the go fest as well. I will say. Yeah. Boosting it. To, they, uh, they boosted it wasn't combi at first right uh, for berlin they boosted the current boy was but it was the wrong pokemon and they changed it they yeah it. yeah i don't yeah i don't remember what it was like no i was gonna say dudero but that's i don't i don't know yeah but yeah they, they changed something else into combi and then they fixed it uh which is good but uh yeah the, the boosted rates in that um boosted female is, is really good i think hmm. um but uh yeah you, and then you i guess you don't have much of an opinion because like you got the park all day like previous go fests and safari zones right so like it didn't feel different from that perspective no yeah it was just in the park the whole day took a break for lunch and that was about it walking the rest of the time uh for some reason germany loves cobblestones not great for walking on when you're walking like 20 kilometers in a day (laughs) yeah that could be a little painful yeah yeah, we did. Obviously, we had the city and park split, and I and I definitely I, I didn't like that idea at first, but like playing it, I actually I I did like it, um, because I I liked the hour break in the middle, right? Mm. Because I would I would never eat at previous Go Fest because I felt like I was missing spawns and stuff like that, um, and so I didn't. Uh, so I actually appreciated the break. That's like okay, I, I can't play even if I wanted to. So uh, it allowed me to get some food without without stressing about that. Um, it was a more than enough time to get between locations, which was good. Um, the city experience, what I, what I liked about it is that the park was like biome specific, right? So if I want to catch, you know, Snorlax or whatever, it, I'll go to the dreamy biome or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, but in the city, everything was just spawn. It was kind of like, you know, when they used to do, um, like for Jodo tour the last two hours is like, uh, everything all at once. Yeah. It was like that. So like, I actually liked that because it was like, you had, cause like, you know, if if it's only the biome specifically, you get kind of into the habit like, oh, well, this is the one that I really, th- this is the shiny I'm really going after. But you may miss out on other shinies because um, you, you know, you're not, 
hunting them because you're staying in one spot. So there mm-hmm. might be something that has boosted rates that you're overlooking. Or yeah. Whatever. So I, I liked that, you know, that, that split of like having, you know, uh, but I, what I almost wish is that you like could choose between it as opposed to like, okay, th- this is your hour of everything. And this is your hour of biomes. That would be my only like thing. And then the other thing was just, that was weird is that just like, the park is was way cooler. Like, you know, the biomes, the setups, you know, there's lots of things to do in the park, mm. merch lines, the meet and greets, all that stuff. Uh, and the city was just nothing, right? It was like you, and because it was so spread out, um, I did like, I encountered, I definitely encountered people, but like, I didn't encounter nearly, like most people I saw were just people from, uh, you know, like normal locals, right. Yeah. That were, had nothing to do with the game. So, um, I thought that was weird as well, but um, yeah, you kind, I think you kind I, of miss I out like on this... that like community aspect of everyone being in the same place and playing together, which is what I like about GoFest. Like, I love hearing in the yeah. distance like someone screaming, "They just got a shiny Snorlax or a shiny Unknown or whatever it was." Yeah, exactly, and and that definitely was present in the city, but not nearly as much as the park. Hmm. Um, so, uh, but I understand why they did. Like, seeing how small and packed that park was, like, it, I completely understand why they did it. Um, and moving forward, I don't, I don't know. Like it, I like that experience. I think what I would want is a bigger park. Maybe you could choose between going between the park and the city. But then if you, I guess if you choose, no one would leave the park. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know what the solution is. I, I think the, 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 the first thing is just a bigger park that is more spread out that, you know, is not as packed yeah. and, and stuff. Um, but I think the issue is based yeah. on what we've seen for previous years it's likely that they sign multi-year contracts with these cities so it's probably extremely likely it'll be in exactly the same cities again next year in oh you think proper, so yeah exactly like dortmund was the same park two years running i imagine it would have been free chicago was two years running was it three years running for chicago chicago um, was three years yeah. yeah i'm pretty sure they sign multi-year deals with these with these places i could be wrong but that's the feeling i get from the way everything runs possible uh, i hope it's not in seattle again um but we'll see. Mm. Um, there's a lot of other cool places that it could be. Like I like the idea of it moving and and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, mm, yeah, uh, how busy was it for you? Was it? I heard on Friday it was fairly dead, but you went on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty busy on Saturday. Um, I would say it's honestly as packed as I would have seen it in Dortmund the year before. Well, not the year before, but actually 2019, um, the last Go Fest, I should say. Um, so yeah, it was definitely very busy on the Saturday, but I think Saturday was the only day they had a sold out session, uh, which was the afternoon session. The morning session, I think, still had some tickets left, but the afternoon session sold out completely. Or the not oh, when not the not the afternoon. I should say the regular access, not the early access. Right. The uh, when did it sell out? Like the day of, or did it sell out before? Uh, it sold out a little bit before, not very long before mm. though. Um, but they also didn't give away tickets like Seattle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They gave out a lot of tickets for Seattle mm. and, and was it Verizon that was just like handing them out if you like yeah, sneezed? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it, it, I'm similar. Like it was fair. It wasn't dead, but it was, well, it was pretty dead Friday. So I, I, I was there in the park on Friday doing touristy things with the space needle and stuff like that. Uh, and it was really interesting. Actually, my Google home is showing me a photo I took of the space needle of go fest when I was done. And it was like dead, yeah. like, there was no one in the park. Yeah. Uh, like it. And then Saturday afternoon was pa- like, it was like, it was like night and day different. Mm. Like, you know, it, like, and, and, and Saturday sold out uh, in Seattle as well. Uh, it sold out the day of, I believe. 
but it was only Saturday. So like definitely overall attendance was definitely lower than previous years. Uh, I think a lot of people chose Saturday. I think the play days were not evenly spread out. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Sunday because I, I did leave really early Sunday morning. So I don't know how busy Sunday was, but mm. um, typically Saturdays are the, the busy days. But um, yeah, like, and, and because of like the split uh, setup, like not a lot of people... Uh, I feel like you talked and like met with more. I mean, I obviously I didn't have pins to give out uh, <laughs> because fucking postage. Yeah, thanks Royal uh, Mail and Canada Postage. Did a great job. Yeah, is it who? Because I, I, I don't I don't think it was Canada because Canada Post was just waiting to receive it for the entire time. Is it Royal Mail that does the international bit, or do they forward it to like another? I broker I, I, I don't know how it works. Like it gets to Heathrow Airport. I don't know from there. I don't know who controls it. Does to Royal Mail on the plane? Does Canada Post on the plane? Is it like just whoever? I don't know how it works to be honest. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Like because at least the vibe that I got from the tracking information was Canada Post was like, yeah, we know that this is something that someone's shipping to us, but we mm. haven't received it yet. Yeah. And Royal Mail was like, yeah, I don't know. We left. We sent it. So it's like, it felt like there was like this third party that had just sat in limbo for like a week and a half of like, I don't know. Yeah. Like nothing. I mean, it's also entirely possible it was just sat and had been in the airport for a week because they're so backlogged. Yeah, uh, very possible too. Yeah. Um, um, so I think that probably factored into it. I didn't have pins to give out, so people didn't come up to me yeah. as much. But uh, um, yeah, like a lot of people, and because of the park and city split, but like you had a lot of people coming up. You gave out 40 pins, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was really cool actually having people come up and say hi, have a quick chat, talk about how they're doing, and yeah, after the pins. Um, yeah, it was really nice. Um, I joked to the other half about uh, how it was interesting being in my subject for a day. She did not enjoy that, um, but I thought it was quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, there were quite a few shouts of old Pokemon and stuff as I walked past people. They didn't come up. They just saw it on the T-shirt. So yeah, that was that was quite nice, quite enjoyable. Um, hopefully we'll get to see more of you over the next few events as well. Uh, as we, we have ordered more pins, we will make sure we are more prepared next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely had people come up and the same thing, people shout across the street, like, oh, Pokemoners. So that, yeah. And everyone I, I talked to and met, uh, it was awesome. Like, I, I found that we I got into longer conversations, at least from what is, like, I would, like, meet someone and then we would just, like, talk for, you know, like, 20, 30 minutes or something yeah. like that or you know, uh, and so, it, yeah, it was really cool meeting everyone and, you know, hearing, and it was really funny, you know, people that didn't like recognized, I had a lot of people that like, didn't know who I was, but knew Pokemoners mm. and was like, oh, like, like I met a lot of like community leaders for different, uh, cities and stuff like that. They're like, oh, we use your stuff all the time. We did no idea who ran it, but like, uh, that's really cool. So, um, there was, there was this one, it was actually really cool. So like, uh, skipping ahead a little bit, I guess, but like when they activated, the gift full while in what is converting your gifts to stardust when your item bag is full. Mm -hmm. Uh, they activated it in the middle of go fest, uh, for, I have no idea why they did that. It seems like a weird choice, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but the, and so they activated in the middle of go fest. Um, and, uh, there was like, see, while I was reporting on it, I was in like this glass, this glass garden, uh, thing and people that they would know what it is. Uh, it was like one of the tourist things. And there was like another group of Pokemon, uh, Pokemon players there and they recognized the shirt and I'm like, Oh yeah. Like they just, you know, they just activated it. So we like, we checked all of their accounts to see who had it and who didn't have it. And, <laughs> uh, like that, that was pretty cool. Like, yeah. you know, just like there's a, a, a decent sized group of, of them. So, uh, yeah. And it was just cool. You know, like, uh, you know, like waiting in the space, waiting on this, uh, for the space needle. I got talking to someone and it was funny. Like I had this whole conversation with someone, um, 
and they didn't realize they didn't see the shirt uh we were just waiting in line talking about pokemon shit and the space needle and mm. stuff like that uh and then like as we were cashing out he's like oh wait like you have pokemoners <laughs> and i was <laughs> like yeah uh and i also i think it didn't help that i had my i had a, a bag uh that crossed the logo so i think that probably obscured it a little bit yeah. too um but uh, yeah, it was, it was like, the, the, I think you definitely talked to more people than I did, but I think the, uh, I think the people I did talk to were, or sorry, the people I did talk to were really cool and I had a really great time meeting everyone. And, you know, I hung out with JRE for a while. Um, I, uh, I, I did, did you, uh, I was gonna say, did you do any of the notable trainer stuff? Cause I went up and talked to Ken and Adam from Lord Up. Uh, no, I didn't do any notable trainer stuff. Um, I assume there'd be Niantic employees there, and they probably wouldn't like be being there. So I was just like, I'm just going to carry on walking around the park. Oh, that's fair. I, I I went back. So like, how were lines there? Because like on I, when it was mostly dead. Whenever like there was no line whatsoever. Uh, when I was uh, in the uh, like when when we walked by the meeting group, like it was cool that it was on like a stage and there was like this like uh, barricaded like ramp up. Like there was mm-hmm. one day. It was actually I started talking to Ivy Pips. Uh, in the in the line for a good while while he was waiting to to meet uh them as well the day before i think and uh like that day there was about 20 or so people um and i i think the i think the youtubers were had bigger lines than the podcasters and i don't remember the other blocks and stuff like that but like there's definitely like i walked by that a few times and there was like no one in line there's people up on stage and there's just no one online yeah so we didn't really have know. like a stage area in ours it was just like a little booth um and there were a few people mm. there but it wasn't super busy uh the merchandise stand was crazy busy um yeah and, merch was nuts and yeah all, all the paths were busy um i sent you a photo of one of the few photos i took in go fest and you can see in the background one of the paths and just how busy it is along there so it was it was busy that park as well um, but, mm. but yeah, I don't think the creative stuff was super busy. I think there were people there. It just wasn't like crazy lines. Yeah, there, there's definitely, I never saw crazy lines. I saw the largest line and, and it could have just been the time that I went by, but the, but like I was, I walked by when Zoe and trainer tips and some of the other bigger name, uh, were up on stage and mm. like the line was maybe 20 or 30 people that I saw, um, and then the rest of the time, like that's the longest I've ever seen the line. The rest of the time was just dead. Yeah. Um, so to be honest, I also but, like I didn't go down that into the park very much because the living meadow mm. was it was by the living meadow, which is a little bit out of the way of the rest of them, and the spawns there weren't the best ones. So we just we tended to just yeah. stick around like the molten rocks electric garden area because we wanted Snorlax and we wanted the electric Pokemon. Oh, interesting. That's fair then. Um, but yeah, it sounds like you know they all had a good time and. Yeah. They went to TPC and, and had their fun. Mm. Uh, but, um, yeah. And, and then I, I had on the talking points to compare our whole tale drama. Uh, I checked in. No problems. Uh, it was great. I had uh, I had a little bit of issues with my key just because the, 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 like the door was old. But, uh, yeah, I was able to check in. I got uh, some free complimentary snacks. Uh, yeah, and you had a, you had no issues, right? Yeah, the you know, per- good perfectly good time. Uh, I, I had, a, had a great hotel experience. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, I checked I checked into the hotel, went up to the room. It's the wrong the wrong bed type. They've given me two beds, not a double. Go downstairs. <laughs> you, we don't give you room times. So I'm like, here's my booking. It says double bed. They're like, oh, <laughs> try this room. Go up, try that room. And, oh, it's exactly the same as the previous room, just on a different floor. Go back downstairs. They've locked reception. I can't get back into reception. 
Try calling <laughs> booking.com. Try calling them. No one's here. Call this number. Get absolutely nothing. Eventually, someone comes back and I'm like, it's still not right. Give me another room. And then they give me another room and I go in, hey, it's a double bed. And the aircon doesn't work. And then we go downstairs <laughs> and we say, and like, hey, the aircon doesn't work in any of the rooms. I'm like, but you advertise aircon. They're like, yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> so yeah, I had a great time. Um, it was really easy to sleep in like that that weather with no aircon. Um, yeah, the, I would I would die. But I would not. I I have charged back the hotel because I am not paying for that room. Oh, good. Did, so is that settled now, or are you still trying to? It's fight still it? going through. It takes like four to six mm. weeks for a charge back to mm. happen. But yeah, it's I won't be paying for it. I've got more than enough evidence to prove that they did not provide the room we paid for. Yeah, that's that's pretty bullshit. Um, that's shitty. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, do not. Uh, I'm happy to name and shame them. Do not stay in the Ibis Hotel in Berlin. I've, oh, I like Ibis. Uh, that's my go-to hotel when I'm in Europe. Yeah, the one in... I thought Ibis Surprise. was good as well. I've stayed in plenty of good houses before, but this one was terrible. Hmm. Interesting. Good to know. I'm sure there's also multiple Ibis in Berlin as well. Yeah, so probably. Probably. <laughs> Cool. And then you you had a note that you want to talk about Friday not being set up? Yeah, so obviously uh, like, I wasn't there on the Friday, but was speaking to people who were there on the Friday and those that you're on the Discord know probably know Jab fairly well. He was there on the Friday and he was saying, Yeah, the park wasn't set up on Friday. Half of the half of the habitats weren't finished being constructed. Uh one, oh, yeah, one yeah, of the gates this. didn't open for like an hour after the event started. Some people just couldn't get into the park. Even though it actually doesn't matter which gate you went to. You could have got in from anyone, but I don't know how well they actually checked when you entered. But there wasn't any, like, spin to activate your login. It was just if you're in the park area, you get it. But, yeah, it kind of feels like they had a lot of issues on the Friday, which, fortunately, by the time I got on the Saturday, it's to be rectified. Although some of the habitats still looked like they weren't really finished. Do you think it was they didn't schedule things properly and didn't get things set up in time? Or do you think they had some... Uh like actual issues and things breaking or i mean it it looked like everything was there it just wasn't plugged in or connected up to anything Mm. so yeah i don't i don't know what happened there but the security not being at the gate there's no excuse for that really yeah that's just a logistical plan what i was wondering is that uh because i know that they ship like the tents and stuff it's the same tents that they ship around to all the different go fests yeah i wonder if like just like our pins got stuck forever like mm. if <laughs> if their giant tents got stuck somewhere yeah. and you know stuff like that um but interesting yeah I, and obviously you know that's not gonna be very public publicized you know that they effectively missed the deadline of starting go fest mm. <laughs> uh that's interesting yeah it's interesting yeah um but yeah, like overall, yeah, on the Saturday it was good. Uh, it does annoy me with the GoFest, like releasing a new shiny each GoFest. I get that. Like we had Fungus, you had Combi. That, that's fine. Like that's that's what I expect. But the way they've done the pans has really annoyed me. And I spoke about this before. I'm going to speak up again because we're speaking about GoFest. <laughs> releasing <laughs> one pan shiny at one GoFest and then having both of them, well, another one, that one and another one at the next GoFest and then all three at the last GoFest means the first go fest is worth less than the last go fest and that's all yep, you're doing is, is devaluing the event for the people that are going to the earlier ones which they have no control over because it's all based on where you are regionally realistically most people aren't no, traveling you, to you all go, three you should be going to all three like the nda crew <laughs> okay when you what when you, when you pay excuse? me to do that i will do that <laughs> 
yeah, and then no, I, I agree. Yeah, and then also when I come back from GoFest, I'm used to being like, "Hey guys, I've come back with all of these regionals to my local area. Who wants to give me some cool stuff for these regionals?" And this time they just released the regionals in the wild for everyone. So I come back from GoFest and being like, "Oh, what have I got? I guess some Snorlaxes." <laughs> yeah, well, I, that's actually what I said to GM in the last podcast. Is that like, I'm not. Like going into this, I was like, I'm not, I'm coming back, not really having anything special to show for it or to trade. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you said, like the originals were released. I had all, the, none of these originals were new for me. Like I had all the monkeys already. Um, like there wasn't anything special. And I, the buzz, the buzz thing, and I think that's also a, a, an issue of, for those seven of you that care about pvp um <laughs> like the fact that you know people now have a level 15 buzz world that like you know and then worlds is coming up and you could use this in worlds and other people like it, you know it creates a very uneven playing field yes. um that's a i think that's a pretty big issue that i personally don't give a crap about mm. but i think that's a, a pretty big issue yeah. uh because it, it, it that is you know it and the other ultra beasts i don't think matter as much right I, oh oh did you and you saw the person that got zerk tree from Gelfast? yes it's a the shaman they yeah. got a circuitry which is a bit odd yeah that uh that's hilarious so that, mm. that's pretty rare that's pretty cool uh but it was i think what my theory on that was uh because they had the makeup so it wasn't Niantic's fault, but like Facebook fucked up and they couldn't log in or whatever. Uh, as far as we know, it wasn't Facebook or Niantic's well, fault. Well, to be fair, Facebook login was working for applications and it said when you tried to log in, the developer is aware of the issue with, with this Facebook login. So it feels like it was maybe Niantic's fault, but I guess we'll never know for sure. Oh, uh, really interesting. Well, either way, I I will say that I was very impressed with how fast they responded to that. Yeah. Because um, cause when they did the makeup for my GoFest, uh, it took like... They basically said, like, yeah, this sucks. We'll give you an update. And I think it was, like, a week later that we finally got an update of what the what the makeup was. And I remember I was pissed because I remember, like, oh, just extend it into the evening or make it the next day. And, like, I can, you know, uh, I can make that work. And, like, a lot of people are still in the city and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and that's basically what they did this time. But, like, within, like, I think it was, like, an hour they had, like, a makeup plan they extended the thing for by four hours into the evening and into the next day um yeah it was, so, it was two hours the same evening and two hours the next morning wasn't it yeah exactly yeah. um which was good which what which on one hand like okay they got an extra two hours if you were able to play both of that mm. right because it was only down for two hours but i really like that because that allows people that are flying out early night to still play oh no it, was, it wasn't wherever you were though no it wasn't it was only okay. in the city no but it does oh, mean that, that if you made plans for the Friday night that you could still do it on the Saturday daytime and vice versa, you made plans for Saturday daytime, you could yeah. still do it on the Friday night. It wasn't like it's never gonna be a perfect solution, but as far as the way it was handled, I think it was done really well. Yeah, I think it was done and just the speed at which they responded was yes. like it was like within an hour, like, okay, here's the makeup, here's what you can do, you know. Mm -hmm. Um so I thought I thought that was good. It wasn't I was with a guy a local that I met up with, uh uh, the, the the one other local that I knew that was going, and he he got this makeup, and he didn't. But I guess like he wasn't checking socials, or he didn't check news. Um, I don't know how they alerted. I obviously saw from our Discord, but um, he didn't know. So like we we were meeting up for dinner, and he's like, "Yeah, why am I still getting Snorlax?" I'm like, "Cause you're still doing GoFest." Yeah. He's like, "Oh shit." <laughs> <laughs> So um, the uh, thing I will say is obviously this can be avoided if you've linked your account to other login methods. But at the same time, yes. your only option if you have a Facebook account is to link it to Google. Um, and 
because you can't link it to P- 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 PTC. I don't know if you can link it to Apple if you've already logged oh. in. I don't know how that works on iPhone. I th- I'm pretty sure you can, but you you can only do it on an iPhone yeah. because Apple is the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> it, it would be nice if we see soon the Antic login be integrated into Pokemon Go properly as well. So we have. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, you can log in with like your campfire account and stuff. Yeah, it would be nice if we could get that integrated so that that is then all together. And when these issues happen, we've got another backup login method as well. Yeah, that's smart. Uh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. But yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Um, TPC will never allow it though. Mm. <laughs> uh, um, cool. But yeah, I don't know how much was it your park experience. Uh, in our one it was kind of crazy like we when we got we got to the park an hour early we went straight to the merch stand and we were out the merch stand within that half an hour fortunately but the queue oh, the queue was massive after that um they sold out of basically all the stuff it was really weird they weren't listing prices you had to wait till you got to the counter to see the prices so that then slows Isn't down that the like line super illegal that's illegal in your backwards eu world isn't it uh it should be but i guess they are you aren't being like i want this and then they're saying how much it is there is a thing on the desk saying how much it is but you have to wait till you get to the desk to know how much you're paying so you'd be waiting in line for three hours and then get to the desk and they're like oh this is 50 quid you're like oh i don't want to pay that for this um mm. so yeah that was questionable really they should have to put the prices up outside the tent on all the stuff saying what was in stock and what wasn't uh, and what there was they sold out a t-shirt very quickly on every single day uh yes they spread it out which is good but at the same time, they shouldn't really be selling out, I think, most of the time before, like, midday each day. And to be honest, that was the same issue that they had previous GoFest, is that if you didn't show up in the first couple of hours, you're basically screwed. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think they sold out last GoFest in, Dor- in uh, Dortmund. Or if they did, they sold out quite late. Because we had, people, okay, go up a, we had people go up a few times to get t-shirts, because they bought. We I bought a few home with me as well to give away to people. Oh, that's so nice of you. Look at you, money bags. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do some nice. Well, I used to do some nice things for my community. Not so much since COVID, but maybe we'll get back to that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, really, what I'd like to see for future GoFests is just like Niantic. You know, people know who they're going a lot. They bought a ticket. Let them pre-order a T-shirt for collection. <laughs> I feel like, well, I mean, like at least the the merch thing here was entirely TPC. Like, I don't think Niantic had much, if any, control mm. over any of the merch stuff. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, like, you know, we joke about oh, fucking TPC, but like, I think this is a very clear case of like this is TPC. Yeah, but yours, yours was an actual like Pokemon Center, basically, wasn't it? It was a portable Pokemon Center. Whereas the yeah, one this, in, the one in up- Dortmund, no, sorry, the one in Berlin was very much just a merchandise store. It was all the stuff. It was all. Mm not Pokemon Center merch. It was the official licensed products. Because, mm. yeah, because we had a bunch of, like, Pokemon... Like, it was a bunch of plushies and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, from, uh, like, the Pokemon Center store. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this Ho-Ho that I really wanted, but they only had, like, the 14-inch version, and I could not get that in my carry-on bag on the way back, so... It's always about on Pokemon that. Center Canada anyway. Well, th- th- that's the thing is that I was looking at, like, it sold out. It was interesting is that, like, it was sold out on because I checked. I'm like, okay, what do I have to buy here and what can I buy later? Mm. So when I was in the line and I saw, like, that ho-ho was sold out and then I'm looking at, like, 50 of them. I'm like, that's why they're sold out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so stuff like that. I'm like, okay, I can buy that later. Uh, they, had, they didn't have the GoFest shirts the first day, but to be honest, what they used to do 
is that the the GoFest shirt that like you could just buy was like gray, and then like the one you would win or you know the special ones would be black. Yeah. But this year it was the I don't know about you, but it was the reverse. It was it was the none anyone could buy globally was black, but then the in person one was gray, and I'm like that. It looks ugly. like that's I don't want that. <laughs> like even if they had that in stock, like I don't want a gray shirt. Uh, was it also great? But I didn't see them because I went on. Yeah, the they, they only had the gray ones in Berlin as well. Mm. Yeah, like I, yuck. Like yeah, you, um, you could you could win them, but you won the gray one. Yeah, why, why do you want gray? Gray's like white would be. I don't know. Yeah. Gray's just a bad t-shirt color, <laughs> um, in my unprofessional opinion. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's, yeah, that's like, a point to be fair. If it, it felt like the prizes you could win this year were a little bit worse than before as well, because. Uh, in 2019, uh, we did the they did the PvP stuff there as well. If you won the PvP, which was basically an eight an eight person knockout tournament, if you won that, you got the the black t shirt, the special winning a, a black t shirt. You got a medal that said Dortmund Go Fest PvP champion on it, which was made of metal and was really nice. And you got some stickers and other bits. Whereas all that seems you, it seems like you got the grey t shirt from some places depending on if they had them and then some codes for some in-game items this year they didn't have they were giving out pins uh here i saw some i didn't get any but mm. i didn't try any of that stuff but um the, i did see they were giving out uh like really nice go fest pins yeah they gave out some pins in uh berlin but from what i'm heard they ran out very quickly of those that's fair. They had some really nice um, team shirts. I don't know if they had them there for you, but mm. like it must have been a new run. It was like, it was yeah. Like, they're, you know, they're just like, the the Pokemon Center. Uh, there's a new line of uh, Pokemon Go merch on there. They you got like the clip bags oh. and the t-shirts and stuff. It's like black, and then like the Mystic logo is like multi-toned blue. Like yeah. it's it's not it's not it's not the logo used in the game to be fair, but like it looks really fucking. And it says like Team Mystic on the like this. Like I was like. Because I have a Mystic shirt from the old Go Fest, and it was like a light blue. Like it wasn't bad. It just it wasn't like oh my god, this shirt's like sexy as shit. Hmm. Uh, and I saw those shirts, and I'm like, oh, that's fucking good. <laughs> they also had the Safari Zone shirts uh, there, and I almost bought one because I do like those shirts. But I was like, no, I can't buy this. I wasn't at the Safari Zone this year. That is cheating. I will wait till I go to an actual Safari Zone to get. I guess I did do oh, Philadelphia. I, I want I want one of those t-shirts. And, you don't want one? No, I do want one, but I've not been able to get one. Oh. I had to get for Liverpool, but it was remote, so I just did it from home. But I'm hoping they do mm. another another Safari Zone in my area again soon. Yeah, they did one in Montreal a few years back, and that was that was pretty good. Mm. Um, I didn't realize Montreal had like a park that was that good, which was cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess we talked about the pins. I have them now, which sucks. I have a bo- <laughs> oh, I didn't. I haven't told you this yet. Uh, the box was definitely not sealed. Uh, like I picked up the box and like a bunch of pins just fell out of the side of it. Oh, what? Um, yeah, they like it looks like they slashed the tape um, and then never taped it back up oh, at some point. So they opened it to see like, what I was c- inside and then just did that. Yeah, like obviously, like I, I can see where you put the tape, and then I can see the cut mark, mm. and then they never. Like, they normally have to seal it back up, right? Yeah. If they inspect it. Yeah. So, um, but, like, yeah, literally, I picked it up off the counter, and, like, three pins fell at the side. I'm like, uh, what? So, I have no idea. I haven't counted them. You said you sent me 60, or do you know how how Uh, many you sent? I told you exactly how many I sent you, but I couldn't tell you what it is now. It's somewhere in our channel. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. Cool. Then I'll check because I should count them and see if like because I'm like ah uh, there's probably things that are missing. I assume your t-shirt this. was in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the t-shirt was in there, uh, which was good. And there's still a lot of pins, but mm. I feel like some have been lost. Oh. Uh, so that was annoying. But uh, yeah, so we have pins for I guess the next go faster safari zone or something but uh and we'll and yeah i guess if you've ordered more pins we'll get uh them up on the uh the store soon again yeah they'll be back on the store as soon as i receive them which will be hopefully some point in the next two ish weeks awesome fantastic um Uh, yeah and yeah did you manage to get many trades done at go first no i just did that one uh it was uh, it was a bad trade. Uh, it was a million Stardust because I gave him a shiny Latias and he gave me a Carablast, I think. Mm. Um, and to us, it was a horrible trade. He's like, you sure you want to do this? Because like, he, he needed one. And he didn't mind the Stardust. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I mean, this is a horrible trade, but like, I want a memento. At least I did one trade at Kill Fast. <laughs> and, I, and, and I did actually need a second shiny. Like, I only had one, so... Mm. Or, or Shelmet, or I don't remember which one it was. Uh, it was one of those. Yeah. One of the ones that you need to trade anyway. Fair enough. Uh, so, uh, yeah. D- it sounds like you did a lot of trades. Yeah, well, apparently Unknown Y is the most sought-after unknown other, uh, after question mark. Um, because as, More so than Z? Uh, it felt like it, because mm. I offered Unknown Y and everybody wanted them. Um, so for my mm. Unknown Y, I managed to get a Shiny Pikachu Christmas costume. Uh, the one with like the scarf and the hat. Uh, I'm a nice. a Buffalon, uh, an Umbreon hat Pikachu, a Riley hat Pikachu, uh, and a TCG hat Pikachu. Hmm. So, what, what, where did you get so many Ys from? Uh, Was there an event? Yeah, so do you remember... I remember talking about this before, but there was the event in Japan, the ticketed event, the special event one. Okay. And they specifically didn't say on that one that it was limited to Japan only. Oh, yeah, it was the one which you could play anywhere. Yeah, so I bought a ticket on Japan Yahoo Auctions, which is basically their eBay, um, and got it it shipped here, and they just activated the ticket, and I got to play in my local area from like 10 to 8 that day and got a load of unknown wise. Oh, that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember that now. I didn't didn't remember which unknown was spotting, but I remember the Japan thing worked everywhere. That's pretty cool. Uh probably why they locked it down yeah since... well the, the thing <laughs> is the one before was locked down and the one after was locked down it's just that one they didn't for some oh. reason oh interesting yeah weird um the this the raids at GoFest, they didn't they weren't locked for you right like anyone could remote in you could invite remote like right yeah all the raids in the park were compl- well i say that there weren't any raids in the park oh what no yeah so you got all of those three raid passes on the ticket and none of the none of the none of the gyms in the park would spawn any raids other than the ones for the group photo at the end of the day on the Saturday. So we couldn't use what? any of those raid passes. We could remote into raids outside the park. So we remoted into a few Snorlaxes um, just to try and get more chances at the shiny um, because the Snorlax would turn into the hat Snorlax if you had the to go fest ticket. Um, but yeah, no, and no raids in the park at all the entire time. Oh, that's. And if you paid for the raid add-on, that is yeah. some... Mm-hmm. That's bad. Yep, that was rather annoying. Oh, oh I would be pissed. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that at all. Yeah. Uh, I wonder... I legitimately wonder why. Yeah, you like you should be able to get your money back for that, because you didn't get to use that at all, then. 
no. So yeah, those those three X-ray passes were just wasted for that day. Oh, that's annoying as shit. Um, I would be pissed. Hmm. Uh, luckily, there was raids. So like, I, I mean, as you know, but for our listeners, <laughs> uh, like the the raids in uh, Seattle were all locked in person, and it was like, you know, we we figured out from a lot of trial and error uh, that it was the park boundary. Once you cross that, they just, re- they just straight up removed remote raids completely from the game. Uh, you couldn't buy them. Uh, the game didn't know what they were. Um, actually the item was still existed because if you had remote raids, they still stayed in your bag. Uh, so the, ga- so they weren't, sorry, they weren't completely removed, but they, the ability for the game to access remote raids was removed. I think that's what it was. Mm. It was like the, the main toggle. Um, and so, uh, nearby the park. Yeah. That's, that's nuts. Uh, yeah. that you didn't have any raids. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we, cause there was raids popping the entire, like in the park outside the park, but it was really effing annoying when I was standing in merch, um, in the merch line, and so like on the other days that weren't your GoFest ticket, you could go in and you could still do the raids in the park. Nothing else was in the park, but the, the raids that were there. And what was really annoying is that there was two gyms on the merch line. Um, and so, you know, the, the, and they had like 30 or 40 minute timers on them or something like that. So I, I would do those and, you know, I was able to do a couple of those because I waited like an hour and a half in the merch line or an yeah. hour or something like that. It was very long. Um, and so, but what was annoying is that there was other raids like elsewhere in the park and outside in the city that, I couldn't remote into yeah, and I was just, and like, I had no spawns. I couldn't do anything. Couldn't do the gym. I already did the, you know what I mean? So it was like, I don't understand why they needed to block. I understand. Making um, it so the gyms in the park can't be invited to. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, exactly. I, I understand making it so that like, you know, like it's supposed to be special in person only raids, like only, you know, like you buy a ticket to get access to these, to these raids. I get that part, you know, making mm-hmm. it so I can, but like if I see a raid on the other side of the park, or if I see a raid, you know, outside the park and in the, like, you know, there's a bunch of things that I wanted to do, but I just couldn't, I'm like, okay, I guess you don't want my money. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it was just super weird. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand that decision. Um, so uh yeah that was that was weird i didn't i did not like that yeah. sam i am mm-hmm. <laughs> um although it's something a bit more a bit more positive unknown takeover every two minutes on the top of the hour that was really cool i really enjoyed that yeah, that was that a was really awesome. nice feature um like and it was obviously very increased shiny rates during those two minutes as well um so that's a nice little was it go fast bonus increase Increase this during the two minutes or increase in general? Because, like, I got most of my shiny unknowns outside of those two hours. Oh, no, they were definitely increased for those two, two minutes. two minutes. Yeah. Uh, are, you sh- are you 100% sure? Or is it because, like, there, it's just, like, the confirmation bias of everything is an unknown, so there's a higher chance to get it. Like, you know, like a spotlight hour. Yeah, I guess so. It, it could be that. But it did feel very much like there was a higher chance of shinies. Uh, but, yeah, I guess it could just be. But the fact that at one point I got three shinies during those two minutes and the other t- I was getting maybe six shinies an hour throughout the rest of the park i because i got four shiny unknowns and i don't think any of them were in the two. Oh, i think all uh, of my shiny unknowns um were from that and mm. how many did i get quite a few it would be very yeah i got 11 weird. i got 11 shiny unknowns and they were all during that oh shit oh wow that's great okay i thought i was happy with my four <laughs> Um, but I was also, and I think a lot of people were as well, using the AR trick so you could get in and out of encounters much quicker. 
So ah, everyone, everyone was just walking around with their phone in front of their face, exactly 90 degrees, and just tick, tickly, <laughs> tackly, tackly, and just walking around. Oh, I guess you weren't catching, were you? No, it was just shiny. Checking if it's shiny, then catch mm. it. No, I, I catch all of them and then transfer them all to home. <laughs> I love unknown. <laughs> um, yeah, I walked away with like a million Stardust, mm. which... Uh, from the day which is really good considering it's not a there's no stardust bonuses right yeah. so um yeah um yeah. oh yeah one thing i forgot to mention earlier was uh at the start before the park opened we got in and we were walking around and we went to play with the antic viewfinder thing they were showing on social media where it was like oh that yeah photo. and me and my half we had a photo taken on there and they were like can we use your photo promotion we were like yeah sure and then later on, we found our photo around the park with me and my Pokemon's t-shirt just on the screen. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> they didn't blur it out. No, they didn't. <laughs> However, if you look in the group photo, you will see me in the very bottom left corner of the group photo. They did very blur much it blur it out on that one. They did a good job blurring it. It, it, was, it wasn't, it's not when they normally blur it. They like just straight up removed it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was... That wasn't the, like, oh, we're trying to, like, hide marketing logos. Like, we don't want people to see this logo. Because <laughs> <laughs> you could still probably make out what the logo was. You know, a lot of times when they blur out stuff, right, like, you can still kind of make out what it is. Yeah. Like, you could probably still make it out, like, an orange blobby thing hmm. that looks like a... <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then uh, Campfire, um, you never got into Campfire for Berlin, uh, no, which so was really you... weird because it felt like it was going to be like there for Berlin. They announced it just before Berlin and they had a lot of campfire stuff at Berlin, but it wasn't activated, so we couldn't use it. Unless you had a Seattle Jab... ticket and then you got access to it. Yeah, I was say, Jab got in, right? Like, there's definitely other people from Berlin that got in, right? Uh, I think it was I, just I like a random people... relic. No, I think the people that got it were people that got it from having it through Peridot or Ingress already. Ah. Uh... Interesting. Okay, I didn't realize. That. I thought it was like a. Okay, that's done then. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you don't. You can't really talk too much about it. But like, I did look at it, and I did see flares every once in a while. But like, it, it, like there was there was raid lobbies were full of the entire like raid. Like there was no reason to ever use it. Yeah. Like I don't like it, it. Like I get you know it make like I, I don't disagree with them like pushing it and trying to like you mm. know use it and you know so, like yeah promote it like it, it is good for local communities but like campfire i think really makes sense when more rural players or more like less active areas like when you're in like a large concentrated pogo area there's no reason that you ever need to coordinate like just go to a raid you a hundred percent will have you know a full lobby if you jump in yes so um, and, and the fact that campfire, like there's a lot of things that are just like, just don't work with campfire, like notifications, for example, like I just don't get any notification. Like, so like the announcement channel and stuff like that, like there was stuff that I saw like three days later. I'm like, ah, that would have been good to know. Mm. Like <laughs> when I was at GoFest. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, I've, got, I've got access to campfire now and yeah, it, it seems like a useful app, but it's not useful until everyone's got access to it. At the moment it's kind of worthless. Yeah. And I, like, I was putting up flares in my local community, but like no one went to GoFest. So like they're completely useless yeah. you know what like i like it's it's cool i th like i think it will uh work and i think that like i've heard from a few locals that i've like i've been trying to like uh get people to like at least start to be aware of it and check it out and stuff like that as it starts to roll out and mm -hmm. stuff um and i've been trying to 
you know, at least to be fair, sow the seeds of like. If, if the icon's going to be right there on the screen, people will click on it and see what it is. So, which is true. Uh, but a lot of people, the, the issue right now is a lot of people will click on it, can't get in, and then not go back to it, mm. right? Uh, because like the issue, like the it's there for everyone. I think no, right? it's not. Regardless. No, it's only there if you put oh, the campfire. Uh, okay. I thought I saw people complaining that they would tap on it and then like they can't get into it. Okay, no, that's fair. Maybe some um, people, but it shouldn't be there if they haven't got access to campfire. Mm, okay, then that's fair. Then, but like the big draw that I saw a lot of people talking like, that they would get them to use it, to, not the raid stuff, but like to be able to message their random lucky friends and stuff. Yeah. Um, like, like, like that. Then that was good. Like, there's some people I met at GoFest. I was able to message later on. Uh, through campfire with oh my goodness hiccups what the fuck is going on <laughs> this is what i get for having salad for lunch i guess <laughs> the one healthy thing i have in a month and it's like no you're gonna hiccup all over the place uh, um but yeah so like the being able to message people is, is pretty good but like not being able to be notified for those messages like it, it definitely it's early stages it, it will get better um Oh, well, I'm assuming it'll get better. I, who, who knows? But uh, I'm assuming I'm optimistic it'll get better. The ability to coordinate with the flares is good if people are using it. So, uh, but it was, I it was not useful at GoFest in my opinion. No, um, no but... GoFest is not the right place to test it. Because um, yeah, it's just you don't need it at GoFest. Everyone's just doing raids. Yep. Um, what would be yep. really useful is like this weekend. We is well tomorrow is raid day. And every yeah. raid day, we the local group meets up at the same place, and we all have a walking route we take. It'd be really useful. I could put that in campfire, and the people that aren't in the local group that don't know about it can turn up and join in the fun as well. Oh, and like if it could like track where you are on the route, so like if yeah. someone's late, they could they could find out where. You, but I guess you could do that. Just put, keep putting flares up. I guess. Yeah. But yeah. it'd be but nice if I could, if, if, like, or if I could put on there as well, like with things like raid day coming, the antics should know that's a thing that's coming, and then it could be like. You can schedule your raid day start points on Wayfarer. So you can say, we start at this gym at this time, meet us there. And then people can look on the map and see where the local starting points are. Uh, you can do that with events, right? Um, well, I, I don't I don't know because I can't create events. It's all so limited at the moment that you can't really test it the is. app and see how it really works. Like It's, it's a really good one... idea in theory, but it needs to be mass released. The beta test join is not one of... useful. Join one of the ingress things because you'll see how the events work, uh, and it's what you're describing is that you can create an event saying like, "Okay, we meet here at this time." Oh, okay. Um, but like, you need to be able to create a community first, and you need to, uh, which is the other things that like, if not everyone can create their own communities, and everyone has to be like approved to make it. Like, like at least in my area, there's like a bunch of really tiny, small. You know what I mean? So it's like how, I, hmm. I don't I don't know how that's gonna work because on one hand, like I would. I don't. I, I have enough going on with Pokemires. I I used to do more local stuff, but like I'm just Pokemires takes up all of my free time, so I just I don't have the time to, yeah. you know, run local stuff. So like I have no issue like setting up a campfire thing and then handing it over to someone else to do it. But like I don't even know if I can like, at least I mean I definitely can't right now. But like in the in the future, like being able to set up, you know, an account and. Hmm. I don't, you know, I'm just like, you know, like Discord, you know, like there's owners, you can transfer ownership, you can make admin, you know, and stuff like that. Like there's definitely some stuff in there, but yeah, it needs to be fleshed out more. Yeah. Um, and also as well, it's like, but, I've, I put in the application because I had an application for like, your local areas and I put in the application. I don't know if that's going to approve, when it's going to be approved, what the process is. Um, mm. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I put one in for the larger area, but within that area, we have several like different facebook chats and stuff as well and there'll be like one for all the different districts in the area as well because they want to have 
you want localized areas and then you want your, your big areas as well for your, your big event organizing and it's just like it's gonna get really difficult if people can't just create those when they need to create them like i get they don't want the map to be overcrowded but these sort of things usually sort themselves out because they, they just won't get filled up yeah exactly well that makes me think maybe i should like just put in an application for like our general area and then if someone that's already running one of these local things contacts me i'll just give it to them yeah like if i can do that like hmm. oh you know, just just to at least make it and start to like have a single coordinated location for people. Yeah, um, if you go into the the Pogo group, there's an application thing in there. Well, they they close the applications and or is there a form now that they? Yeah, there's, there's, there's a Google form and then now for you to click and fill out. Okay, maybe maybe I'll do that at least and uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's not a lot of work to run it. Mm. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I do. I definitely want. Uh, oh look, I missed a notification from Campfire. Oh, from you. Yeah, I thought I'd say sup while you were talking to me. Oh, see, I didn't even get I didn't get notified for that. I only saw that because I went in to check about the local community application. <laughs> like, like I'll get notified if you put up a lair on the other side of the planet, but I won't get notified if you send me a message. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it definitely needs some uh, some updates, but I do I do like it overall. Um, I saw actually I we should data mine this more closely because there is. There's some goodies in here as stuff. And I saw that they did do an update to this. Uh, so I keep forgetting to like pull it and then oh, take a look at it. I didn't um, see an update for it. Otherwise, I'd have been suggesting... Because that's what I was like. With, oh, the Play Store's been updated again. Um, otherwise, I'd have been like, oh, we should take a look. Uh, yeah, I, didn't oh, I think it's been updated... Yeah, I think it's been updated twice. I'll have to look at the last version I did. But they're on version 130... At least I'm running 132 now. Uh, I thought... So I noticed there was an update because the gyms change size. So before all the gyms uh, and raids all were the same size. Mm. Uh, and now if there's no raid, it's a sm the circle is smaller on the uh, map. Oh, yeah, uh, I see. So that was the first thing that I noticed, noticed that when there was like an update. But um, yeah, I should take a look. I mean, and it's uh, what's great about this app is that it's all done in React Native. So the entire source code is 100% accessible. <laughs> no obfuscation. <laughs> uh, no, you said that they're going to change it. Uh, I mean, it's all web. I mean, I mean, okay, so technically it, it's minified. And so, like, the variable names are all useless garbage, um, like single character words and stuff. So, I mean, like, you can't, I guess that's technically, that's about the same level of obfuscation they apply on the, the Unity app. Mm. Uh, so you can't really, but I mean, like, you can read the source code. and you, I mean, I'm not going to do that because it's a lot, uh, you know, for, like, for this. But, like, I was poking through it the other day and it's like, you can see everything it's doing and what it calls and where translate. The most interesting things, I think, is, like, where translations are used and how they're used. Mm. Um Cause that show, cause like all like the photo sharing stuff and like showing trainer heat map and stuff like that is all there. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's pretty cool. But yeah, it's uh it's react native for those that care. Um, react sucks in my opinion, but it's very popular. <laughs> <laughs> Mike doesn't like most things. Uh, no, I, no, I, I like a lot of things. I'm just very opinionated on the things I don't like. <laughs> View is better than react. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm not an app developer. I want to get into it. I, this is not an app. I was going to say, I was going to rant about app development, but uh, this is not what this podcast is for. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel, um, I feel like I should have noticed an update to Campfire, but I didn't notice because I don't use the app because it's, there's no point using it because I'm the only person on that has access to the app. No one else has yeah. it. So. <laughs> no, no one else has it. Yeah. I, I definitely make an effort to boot it up at least once every two or three days just to like look. Uh, 
at like the announcement channel and like i like look at like the philosophy messages in like general but like th- there's nothing of value that people are talking about hmm. uh i don't know like it's eh, i don't know yeah there's nothing that makes me want to like catch up on these chats yeah. oh they have a GoFest Sapporo chat now that's new whoa they were I, last I saw. They were complaining about people. I'm sorry. This is campfire. <laughs> we fucking get distracted. Speaking campfire. of campfire, uh, we had a dev diary this month that was late, and there isn't yeah. a dev diary again. And just talked about campfire. It was a product launch page, and they called it a dev diary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, what was it? Who was someone on Reddit that was like, uh, some like when they were talking? When I think it was Jerry who posted about like. There were not being a campfire, like the top comment was something like, Oh, and before they see this post and then copy and paste the dev diary or the campfire announcement and call that a dev diary, and then two days later that's exactly what they did. Yeah. <laughs> like uh I mean they had quotes from like people from the actual team and stuff, so I will give them credit. They put like they put in more uh effort to make it more dev diary y, but no, it is not a dev diary. Did they? It I don't I, I, I'm just having a quick look now and it's like four paragraphs long. And uh, introducing Mikey, Pokemon, Pokemon Go product, product manager. manager, Mickey, Mikey. Mm, I don't know. Okay, Sorry, sure. Yeah, like there, there's, yeah. there's some stuff that's more dev diary stuff, but it's still mostly a product launch. It's, it's just telling you how it. to use Campfire and what it is. That's literally all it is. It's not a yeah. dev diary. It's not. It's not a dev diary. No, it's, it's not uh, talking about it, the motivation. Yeah, it's. We forgot about dev diaries. People are bitching about it. We'll put this out. Yeah. Or sorry, there's a lot of drama about people bitching about it, and if they're allowed to bitch about it, but we will not get into that because that uh, that was shitty all around. All, all I say is I'm a JRE. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I will say um, you don't get to dictate what other people complain about if you are also complaining about shit. Mm. Is what I will say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, moving on. Um, I think that's kind of fucking hour and five minutes. Uh, I think that's <laughs> it for like our main talking points um, before we get to the Q and A. But yeah, overall, like you know, definitely you know, like as we talked about, some some odd weird issues, but like by far the most fun I've had uh, at a GoFest, most fun I've had with this game in a in a long time. Um, just meeting people, the spawn rates, the shiny count. Like I, I walked out with like thirty. Four thirty six shiny something like that mm. and compare and like and like obviously like the global go fest there's issues with shiny rates people you know like that so i'm not comparing it to that i'm comparing it to the last chicago yeah ones and those ones i would walk out with like 15 to 20 shinies mm. and not all of them i would be super jazzed. like some of them were cool but like some of them were repeats like i walked out with a lot of things that i needed they may not be new but they were stuff that i needed um i, I walked out with like three fungus which I thought it was exciting. Uh, I technically had three combi, but one got away from my gotcha because I was checking Pikmin Bloom at the time. So I activated my gotcha, switched over to Pikmin Bloom to make sure I was still playing flowers and like hatch or like pluck my shit. And then I come back and there's like a shiny combi that's run <laughs> from like, I'm like, God damn it, Pikmin. Uh, I mean, so, I, well, uh, says that's what you get for playing Pikmin. I know. I, I know. It's my own fucking fault. Like there's nothing special on Pikmin. I just wanted like yeah. Seattle. Hmm plants and or pikmin and stuff like that yeah. but uh i mean yeah, yeah so just, it, just like, a quick note on the shinies like the shiny rates are definitely higher than the global go fest but we expect that like yeah. the in-person go fest have always been like that like that's not but that's, not that's a what I, no but that's what i'm saying is that they're they're definitely higher than previous go fests like 
like I would like, and most people that I would talk to mm. from like the previous GoFest would get like 20 shinies on average. And I was fairly low at 15 to 20. Yeah. Uh, the fact that I walked away with 34 or something, um, like the, the shiny rates were definitely, sorry, I'm saying definitely based on my personal experience, uh, which is probably very skewed, mm. but from my experience, I walked away with significantly more than I've in any other previous GoFest. Um, like for, compared to your previous GoFest in Germany, like I, th- I think I, I think I was about even. Uh, okay, I got yeah twenty one shinies total. I think something like that. Um, but yeah, From to be one? fair, I spent we spent a lot of time mm. in the Snorlax area just trying to get shiny Snorlax because that was the sort after one. Um, so the, the the thing that I said at the beginning of the podcast of people not moving around from biomes. Yeah, like by far the busiest <laughs> biome was the Snorlax one. Um, oh, one thing we didn't mention at the biomes, I just remembered after you mentioned that, is they hmm. they treated biomes differently this year, which I think was a very oh, weird and not yeah. very good way of doing it. Because previously it was like walking into a separate, a new nest. When you walked from one right. biome to the other, the spawns were just different in that area. The way they did it this year is when you walk from one biome to the other, everything despawns because your, your spawn table was now changed and now respawns into what that biome is. So that means if you changed areas, all your Pokemon would stop, wouldn't be able to click on you, click on them, they'd run away, and then after about a minute, you'd get all your spawns back, which was a really annoying, yeah. annoying thing. Um, I hope next yeah. time they go back to just the biomes are individual areas with different spawn-like nests, and when you switch, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I could... I could completely yeah we didn't talk about that and i completely agree like i like when i first before i realized that i thought it was an issue and a bug and i'm like what the fuck is going on mm. like this thing there's constant there's constantly things that i was tapping that were just and what was really bad is that if there was a i think the merch line was like on the was like on the verge of two biomes oh yeah so, god, god forbid you walk down the path that's on the edge of two biomes you're just not clicking anything while you're on that path yeah it was yeah it was it was weird I, yeah it luckily like you could fix it fairly easily i guess but yeah that was that was a weird choice and especially because of how tight the seattle park is mm. it was um you was you were swapping biomes a lot yeah and how small it was but yeah but yeah no uh great go fast i think um I'm looking forward to the next one in safari zones and stuff like that um yeah, glad glad I spent all that money, <laughs> and 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 everyone that you know I met, uh, it was awesome meeting everyone yeah. and uh, chatting and you know learned a lot and got to meet people that you know we only talked to online and yeah. you know we definitely look forward to meeting then, hopefully some more people at the next ones. Yeah, for sure, uh, with pins this time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we did a bit of a we out on our Discord. You know, we're going to be doing this podcast. I don't got any questions. So I guess we'll go for a few of those questions. Yeah. Uh, I guess you want to start? Uh, sure. Gabram asked, who's the coolest miner and why is it Dr. GM2K? Uh, well, apparently uh, he's the most popular one if you look at his tweets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, you took a photo of some stars. Congratulations. <laughs> like, it's not that cool, GM. No, I'm kidding. It's very cool. Um, you but it is interesting. Well. No, don't, don't hype him up. <laughs> He, I'm sorry. It, it is cool. I have to admit. <laughs> I hate to admit it, but it is cool. <laughs> no, it, it is very cool. Um, it's see, we rag on each other a lot. I don't have a lot of things I can actually rag on GM for. Uh, and so he's Australian. That's straws. enough. Uh, I don't know. I like Australia. I like Australians more than I like Brits. Wow. 
<laughs> everyone i mean aside from the heat and everyone trying to and everything trying to kill you it's a it's a it's a much nicer country <laughs> uh but yeah no that that is very cool i don't have anything to make fun of gm for um but yeah congratulations on your planet nerd um <laughs> <laughs> uh, will you guys stream this one while wearing mining pr- no we're we didn't do that. Nope. <laughs> um, can Louis shave his beard for this? And can we see Marty chug a bottle of maple syrup if you stream? Okay, we're not. We didn't stream this, so none of these apply. No. But no, uh, as far as I know, you still have your beard, even though I tried to trick people into thinking that you were going to shave it. Yeah, no, I'm not allowed to shave my beard <laughs> yet until it gets. You know, I don't understand that. Beards are itchy. I wouldn't want to kiss someone with a beard. The beards are only itchy guess- if, like, you get through the itchy phase and then it's fine. They, but they, getting to the itchy, itchy phase is the worst. Yeah, but they're itchy for like four days, and after that, it's not an issue. Then you then no, you have a glorious that, beard. That's that's when I know to shave is when my face gets itchy. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's time to shave. It's like I don't know if you ever shave <laughs> if you've ever shaved your head, but if you shave your head and you let it grow, it itches for a little bit. Then it's then it's fine afterwards. Like it's just what happens when you grow hair. I know. I, I went bald for a while, and I don't remember it getting itchy. No. No, I mean it was a long time ago, so maybe I'm forgetting. Yeah. But I don't remember it being uncomfortable. Mm, fair enough. Um, I remember being fuzzy. It's fine. <laughs> you have to uh, you have to earn your beard by going through the itchy phase, and that's your reward is having an awesome beard. That that is fair. Um, I guess you can put snacks in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we see Marty chug a bottle of maple syrup? Uh, I would vomit. I would. You don't realize how disgusting that is. <laughs> I feel. Un- <laughs> I feel uneasy just thinking about that. Uh, maple syrup is very thick. No, oh, we need to make you do uh, that then. Oh my god! Also, how big? It's different. There's very different sizes in these bottles. Like, uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, I think that's fair. You shave your beard, and I chuck a bottle of maple syrup. I think that's a fair. Uh, <laughs> yours will grow back. I will forever be dead. You'd just be scarred <laughs> for life. I'd just be scarred for life. I would have catastrophic intestinal issues <laughs> uh right well jordan asks i'd be curious to hear what you both thought was your favorite part of each event and if you could change one or two things about the event you attended what would it be um favorite part was definitely meeting people uh that was definitely a highlight it was really fun meeting some of you guys and hearing what you had to think a couple people asked for selfies as well which is quite nice uh, but yeah that was definitely fun Thing, if I could change one thing it's the biome thing switch back to how it was before this new system doesn't work as well yeah, that's, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like meeting people, uh, I, meeting for me, like meeting people slash like just like the general community like environment uh, was cool. Like just like you know all the tents and all the, the you know like I, it's dumb, but I like the music uh, in the game. So like walking around and you know, and, and I think they did a good job. Like previous GoFests were like blasting the music, so you couldn't talk to people at certain parts. Uh, they did a really like good balance of that. But yeah, meeting people, uh, yeah, a few few selfies and stuff like that. Um, just people shouting us out uh which was cool and yeah yeah it was just it was just really fun meeting it was just a cool environment yeah Uh, and yeah the one thing i would change i guess and i don't know what the change would be but like the city park thing um i i I don't know what it is but it needs some refinement um and maybe that's just not seattle uh it was just a awkward layout um and it was weird to to cram a go fest in there. I think. I think maybe be. even just making the city area smaller, so everyone is actually in the same area playing. Yeah, that could. I mean, that could work. I I think that I think that'll help. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that would definitely help the the city part if you want to keep the city part, but then find a better park that's not 
this weird awkward mm. layout that's like this half l that yeah it was it was weird yeah um speaking of the yeah. community thing though one thing i forgot uh that i just remembered is uh or uh, when we were flying out from uh from london towards berlin um i said to my other half i bet as well people uh on this plane for go first just like nah it's not gonna be and when we landed, <laughs> we heard someone someone got out of the seat and started talking about p- player coming here to play Pokemon to the person next to. We were like, "Oh, you're here for Go Fest," and then the per- that was the person in front of us. Then the per- two people to our left are like, "Oh, we're here for Go Fest too." I'm like, "See," and I'm like, "There's definitely more people on that plane." And that's one of the things I love is you just bumping the people everywhere. And on the way home as well, I bumped, yeah. we bumped some folks that were on their way back from Go Fest. We talked about how they had stuff as well. So it's just nice, even be- on the way to and on the way back from the event, just bumping into people who you know have been there as well. Yeah, that's actually, I, I bumped into a lot of people for Chicago's in the past years. And like, there was a, I remember this one year, uh, there was, it was actually local to Toronto that uh, I ended up hanging out with. And we like just grinded the airport for like three hours because our flight was late. But I actually didn't encounter anyone uh, on the way there or back, I don't think, um, this time. And I, 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 I don't, maybe it's just because like, there was only one direct flight from Toronto to Seattle and most people took earlier flights with connections and mm. I didn't want to deal with that with how fucked up flights are right now. <laughs> um, so maybe, you know, that limited it, but yeah. yeah. I, I usually yeah, wouldn't a... choose to fly from Stansted Airport, but I was like, I'm fine from Stansted because the airport was the least cancellations at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Toronto has now topped the world charts for, or is the highest delayed airport in the world apparently right now. Um, I mean, I want to say fucked. Heathrow has like an eight percent cancellation rate at the moment. Yeah, Toronto's definitely higher than that. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, like when we were trapped in New York, for example, like Toronto canceled like half, more than half of their flights that day. Um, it's fucked. Mm. Um, I mean, I don't, I, I don't I, know if I you've seen the, like the baggage situation at Heathrow as well, but it's oh, it's, it's, it's mental. It's, it's yeah, it's it's completely fucked in Toronto. Mm. Um, which is why I brought a carry-on bag and. Uh, why are our bots going off? It's a small box it's... was just updated. We'd love that update. That's oh. such a normal update. <laughs> I can do Twitter if you do Discord. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Live reporting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, what? What is it? Sunday at three p.m. Yeah, that's a weird time for. I mean, it's a Saturday, Niantic. but sure. Yeah. Was sorry, three p.m. on a Saturday. I don't know what I said, but that's what I meant. Niantic, take a break. It's okay. You had a busy <laughs> go fest. <laughs> Small box was just updated. It is a small box, right? Yes. Yeah. Small box number two, if anyone really cares. General five, small two, mm-hmm. coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look at that. That's, there, that's as close to live streaming as we got today. <laughs> <laughs> Do people want to see how the how the butter is made or whatever the, the saying is? Uh, yeah, yeah, this is it. <laughs> Uh, um, right. Uh, well, D High yeah. asked us to compare her drum. We already did that, so that's fine. We did, yes. Uh, Nushio asked this, I think, before he joined us, or maybe afterwards. I can't remember now. Um, don't know if he's asked, but where do you see the game in one year, features wise, and what feature would you have to see in the game? And something that hasn't been data mined because Roots has been in the code for years now. I was going to say Roots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you go first. I, I have to think about that. Uh, I mean, I don't really see the game being much different in a year's time. I'm sure we'll get a couple of new features. Like, I if Roots isn't in here in a year's time, I think I'm just going to you know, shut down the server or something. Um, just, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't see it being too much different. Um, feature I'd love to see in the game? Oh, I don't know. Um, 
I'm sure we spoke about this before, and I can't remember what I would have said before. <laughs> you answer the first question. I'll think well, about the second one. Yeah, like for for me, so in a year, yeah, I, I think the game is definitely declining. I don't, I don't think there's, you know, there's a lot of, I see a lot of the NDA crew hyping up, like the game is still just as strong. It's not. It It is objectively, like, GoFest previous years would sell out instantly within like an hour all three side all three days i mean yeah the last go sold- fest had the lottery system because it was you, if you got tickets you were lucky yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah that's a really good point so i think you know and like the fact that you know like there's other factors of course with covid and seattle being so far but like the fact that you know i knew i used to know like 40 or 50 people going locally and now i knew one uh so and it was even i thought i knew more than that but no it was just one person that i knew um and you know like most of the people that i used to play with don't play anymore and so i I think the game is declining that said i don't think it's going you know like it's easy to jump to conclusions say oh it's gonna be dead it's it's still making multi-millions of dollars like Mm -hmm. it's not going anywhere anytime soon and it's easy it's like when you know a new niantic game comes out and people immediately jump and say it's a failure because it's not making billions of dollars like pogo it's like it doesn't need to make billions or millions of dollars for it to be successful like pikmin bloom is doing you know it's not doing amazing numbers like pokemon but it's still more like it's making enough money to a recoup its costs b pay to maintain it and c earn the company money which is the ultimate goal right yeah so like not everything has to be pogo level, you know, and it's like you you take the world's largest franchise ever, like of course that's going to skew some numbers, right? So, um, I think the game can still drop quite a bit and still be doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I I definitely think the game's going to be around for several more years. Um, We'll see, you know, like I did meet quite a few people at GoFest that were new to the game. So I don't know. It is attracting more people, which is nice. But I, I don't know about that. I, I think, um, and this kind of answers the second question, is that as dumb as it sounds, the thing that gets me the most excited about this game and the thing that actually encourages me to play is uh, quality of life updates that make the day-to-day grind uh, and play style easier. Like legitimately oh, sure. when... Like, the IV filters came out, and I guess, well, jumping ahead a little bit to the APK part, but everyone knows this already, is that the I, when the IV filters were added, that legitimately got me out playing the game, like, every day for... I, sorry, I should clarify. I play the game every day, but I don't go outside every day. Mm. Uh, you know, I've, I've yet to miss any Pokestop streaks or um, gifty, a gift day. You know, I mean, like, I, I have yet to miss or stamp. Like, I haven't missed any of that shit. I will be very sad the first day I miss that. Uh, but I don't go outside every day, and when the IV filters came out, I legitimately went outside every day for like a week because like I was just excited to transfer my Pokemon <laughs> like and being here like it's dumb but it's like just to easily see you know my PvP mines and see if I have Nundos yeah. and you know like so like stuff like that. For you searching know, for Nundos like, it's great because I always I always just search for Nundos I'm like I've got no idea if there's another I've got to go for every single Pokemon I check its stats individually. Uh, yeah, exactly, and it used to, like it saves me so much time now mm-hmm. going through stuff is that I'm not I don't have to check like 500 Pokemon I can just instantly clear them all out yeah. and so i made a bunch of macros to do this so i think stuff like that i don't have the like the opening gifts converting to stardust that i don't have that yet but i'm really excited for that mm-hmm. so uh, honestly like st- st- quality of life uh, it's like that like you know in the search filter being able to do or queries so like if you do brackets uh so you can do like multiple searches uh like true unique or query based searches um i don't know how that sounds probably hard as shit but um or like being able to just that just let me just let me put in sql database queries that'd be great 
<laughs> yeah, it just led us to raw sequel. Uh, fuck sequel. Uh, <laughs> this is why ORMs exist. Sure. Whatever. Um, um, but yeah. Um, but and like healing up all your Pokemon, like you know, you open up the revive button, just heal all that's on you know oh, stuff like that. Gift all would like, be the fucking dream. Like yeah, yeah, gift all like any of those. Or even or even just as a, in, a button on each one that is just send a gift. I don't care what gift it sends, just send a gift. Yeah, yeah. Or like I mean, the way that Harry Potter did it was perfect, right? Mm. You just sent it from the main screen. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to do that now with stickers and pinning and stuff like that. Mm. But, um, but you can have the option to like either pick or just quick send. Like you can give people both options. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, because no, sometimes I, I, yeah, I, I, I like like go fest Berlin. I have gifts from that that I sent to certain people because I know they wanted to have it to save, and that they like having those sort of gifts. But for the rest of the rest of the year, I don't really care. I just want to be able to send a gift quickly. And if they add that, I might actually start doing the friendship stuff more a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, as for I mean, I I I, I some of the gifts daily. I, I agree, but I also I don't hate gifts as much as I think a lot of people do. <laughs> um, as for features, I like to see uh, bottle caps is my feature that I don't think they'll ever add that I would like to see. Um, I don't think they'll ever add it. No. But yeah. Uh, for feature that realistically they could add that I would like to see is uh, and we've put this back before. I think is AR Pokemon battles. Uh, where yeah. it's like proper AR and you can see the train battles in AR and do all of that. That be that be really cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, that would be cool. And may- maybe with whatever that glasses thing that they're building, um, with is it Qualcomm? I can't remember. They partly with so many people. Like they partly with Microsoft at first, and now it's someone else. It'll probably be someone else in six months' yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hardware is not easy to make. Speaking from someone that used to do software and hardware, mm. I uh, hardware sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that that would be really cool. Like true AR stuff and i think that's probably where the game is eventually going right i mean that's obviously what niantic wants the game to be is you know real life metaverse hashtag mm. uh but uh yeah uh the so next one um is from gravin uh, uh he's actually a local in my area so hi gravin gravinborn muse is your full name i just call you gravin which is not oh, actually like, i don't know why I said he was a local no... to you yeah yeah I uh, which I... oh have you yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, I met him first through the server, and then he, he was one of the community leaders and one of the local servers here. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, sorry if I'm doxing you. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know your name. Do I know your name? I don't know your name. I, okay, well, I don't know. Anyway, I'd like to know uh, your thoughts on tickets not selling out. Oh, we did kind of And how this year, uh, in-person GoFest compared to previous ones, an employer perspective in nine. Yeah, um, I, I think we talked about that a lot, to be honest. Um, the Niantic perspective one, I think, is a little bit different. Um the i don't actually i don't know like niantic obviously has had really high turnover um and a lot of people that are at the game doing GoFest this year are not the people that did the GoFest in previous years so i think their perspective is probably new mm. to like seeing the game like i'd, what I'd argue there probably aren't that. many people that were there in cross all of them, like whether it's the dev team or the marketing team, like bear in mind it was Liz that did the last GoFest a few years ago, and now we've got Kelsey. Like, well, yeah, so that that's actually what I'm like I'm thinking of yeah. and referring to, and like you know, like obviously we we know the turnover from the dev side, but like we've seen the turnover from the marketing side as well, and like new people being brought in and old people, you know what I mean? So yeah. like, um, I think there's a lot of lessons that people are learning from this, and I think that um, uh, what what I think is interesting is that they haven't 
release numbers like they have in the previous years. Like the previous Go Fest, they would say, "Oh, that's twenty thousand people showed up or whatever." They've never, they haven't released uh, user numbers mm. um, for these Go Fests yet, and I think that I think. So it's either one of two things. Either like the new marketing people didn't know they used to do that, so they just don't do that, which is probably the more likely answer, to be honest. Or the other thing is that they the numbers aren't that impressive, so they don't want to release it. Um, so because uh, they've released other, but like they've released other numbers, like number of Pokemon caught, distance walked, all that stuff, right? But um, they probably don't want to release the player count because it's as we said, the, the game is declining. Um, so I don't know. Uh, so I, I think Niantic honestly thinks it's a success. And the game, and I, I would say so far, the two GoFests have been a success. Um, you know, there wasn't... Like, I definitely had network issues. You know, I'm not going to pretend that, like, it wasn't, you know, a perfect... Like, there's definitely times where the game would just, like, freeze up for, like, a minute or two. Uh, but, like, nothing to, like, oh, I can't play for an hour. Oh, I can't... I mean, I wasn't on Facebook, but, like, I can't log in. You know, stuff like that. So, like, yeah. I think the game is, like, relatively stable. It's pretty good. Uh, it's definitely come a long way. I think from that perspective, Niantic probably sees it as a success. And I think it ultimately was a success. Um, but I think it's mostly just like having the new blood see what these things are mm. uh, and then learning from that so that when they leave in a year, the new people can do it next yeah. year. <laughs> and I think, I think to be fair, like it is disappointing that um Oh, Seville, so far as I didn't sell out, and GoFest hasn't sold out, whereas previously they would have all sold out almost instantly. Um, yep. And part of, I don't, that's probably partly down to losing players, but I think it's also partly down to people still aren't traveling as much as they used to yet. And hopefully, maybe by this time next year, we'll see the world in a much more normal place and we might see it come back to being as popular as it was. What's interesting about that is I was about to agree with you, and then I remembered the reason why flights are so fucked right now is specifically because there's a boom in travel. Because people think the pandemic's over, even though the WHO has been very vocal that it's not, mm. uh, and are traveling everywhere. Uh, and they feel like they, you know, and and, and so maybe, I, to be honest, I don't know, because like, I, think, I think the travel itself, I think COVID is still a factor for a lot of people, but I think most people are okay with the travel and want to travel. Um, but I also think that uh, Seattle is far in our case. I can't, you know, and yeah. like you said, uh, Berlin is, is a little bit harder to get to. Mm -hmm. um, and this year just straight, it's more expensive, like yeah. tickets. And I don't think it was the same for you, but like I spent $65 Canadian uh, with all the add-ons and stuff versus 25 or 30 mm -hmm. previous years yeah. on GoFest. Like the tickets are, and not comparing the you know the global GoFest and the five dollar one, mm -hmm. you know, like I'm talking about the Chicago ones. Yeah, like it, they're definitely more expensive. And for a free to play, and a lot of people have gone to free to play, so it might just be like, I'm not putting money on the game. Why would I put even more money into, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, yeah, um, without without the add-ons, the tickets were the same prices as they have been. They were for Dortmund for last you. time, um, but yeah, the raid add-ons had an extra like twenty euros onto what it was. Um, so there is, there is that but at the same time going back to the travel thing I think well yes people are traveling I think people are traveling less frequently than they had done before so whereas mm. people would have gone on a holiday and done GoFest this year they're being mm. like I'm going on holiday or I'm doing GoFest yeah I could see that yeah yeah because like and Seattle isn't I mean I don't know what, I'm sorry I'm focusing on Seattle because obviously that's my perspective yeah, but yeah. like Seattle's not like the 
I would never go there on like vacation. I would never once think like if I if I go there for something like this, cool, I'll, I'll see the sites. But I wouldn't like there's nothing there that I'm like, oh, I really need to see. I really need to go to Seattle. Yeah, and like that's not yeah. a destination. And flights are a lot more expensive than they were two, uh, three years ago as well. Like this flight cost me sixty five pound return for Dortmund for Berlin. Sixty five pounds. Yeah, for Dortmund it's cost me two hundred. that's still so cheap i mean it's much more expensive than it was a little while ago yeah that i was gonna say fuck, i was gonna say that's 200 pounds that's like what like 300 400 canadian yeah i spent like 1200 dollars on flights alone <laughs> like and those and, and i normally i mean i'm a flight snob so i usually pay for like the fancier ones and i'm like i can't afford that this time uh so i even booked like the muggle flights uh and that's still like really expensive so that okay that's well i guess also europe is just cheaper to get around because yeah. you guys have a lot of like cheaper smaller airlines and stuff and i mean we're starting to get there with canada but it's not as okay. good anyway yeah so when i booked well, i just i just found it um yeah my trip to um trip to dortmund was 220 pounds for flights for three of us return so 73 pound each total shit that's like pennies <laughs> okay well fuck you then <laughs> how, how long was the flight though actually it was only like an hour or two right uh yeah between an hour and a half and two hours okay that i mean that's to be fair a significant chain my flight was five hours yeah. so i guess that's fair um okay next question from uh more lol when more lol when <laughs> i don't say most of these names out loud so i'm fucking them up uh uh if you had to try and make an event from niantic's perspective while also following their strict balancing not too many good mons small spawn pool uh when with the goal of catering to the fans how would you go about it uh bonus points for canto starters uh i will say i think the spawn pool is really good in this for my go fest what like just a, do you think so too? Or? Yeah, I agree. Like, there's always going to be spawns that you're like, I don't care about this. I don't want this. Um, like when they put in things like Charmander or stuff, I'm like just, just why? Um, but but yeah, overall, I think it was a it was a good set of spawns. Um, I wish that the featured spawn of Hat Snorlax was a bit more common, but other than that, I was happy with it. Hmm. Yeah, I um, yeah, I think if we were trying to make an event. Um, I I I'd be honest, I don't I wouldn't change like the core. I think they've figured out the core uh, structure of what makes these events work, and it's you know having the different biomes, having the different stations for different tent for different like sections. Like you know you have your trade section, you have your PvP section. I think every event is going to be slightly different with the layout of the park and the biomes that you choose and um. I, I, yeah, to be honest, I, I think this. I, I don't think I would change much about the structure. I think they they do a pretty good job with that. I think you know, as new features get added, you know, adding new stuff. Like for example, like this is. I guess you didn't get raids, but like they never used to have raids at GoFest because after the disaster of 2017. So like, have the fact that there was raids at all at this GoFest was just a cool thing for me because um, they just didn't used to do that, uh, and so. Uh, like as new features get added, like adding that into the GoFest, um, but without take without, but having a purpose for them. Because like rockets, for example, were boosted during GoFest, but like I didn't want to do rockets because uh, 
because I, I, I normally like really doing I normally like doing rockets a lot, but I didn't want to do them during GoFest because there wasn't anything unique about them and there wasn't anything special about them. So they were just a nuisance at that point. Shiny chances. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just wasting shiny chances. So like stuff like that. That it's like finding a way to like highlight the best parts of the game without. Um, and including every part of the game and giving something new for that. Like, you know, the fact that, you know, that was one of the complaints we had during Global GoFest that there wasn't any, like, field research, you know, and they had lots of field research for things like that in this update. So, hmm. uh, yeah, I think just finding uh, good parks spread out, laid out well um, would be the only thing that would really change from what they've done. Yeah. And, and and the spawn pool, I, I think the spawn pool was fantastic for seattle um i don't think there was legitimately anything i didn't want to tap on um but i I think that's also subjective right it depends on what you're looking for yeah um i think the only thing i'd bring back is the is the city-wide stuff from previous years um that's about it like the like the makeup parts sorry sorry, which part specifically uh no so in dortmund there was like the the event throughout the city and stuff as well We'll do like the special stops and stuff. So I'd like to see that. Oh I'd like see that. yeah, I'd like to see that again. That's about the thing I changed as well. It's just bringing that back, really. Yeah, and there were special raids throughout the city and stuff, right? Yeah, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't remember too much about that. I remember doing a few of them last time, but yeah, too much. I don't remember that being a big draw, but maybe I I missed. I didn't pay. I don't know. But yeah, that's fair. Hmm. Oh. I would like them to not see them messing with the boxes because they are clearly making the boxes a worst offer during the time where you probably want to buy them the most. They didn't change them for... Like, they added boxes, but they didn't remove the good deal boxes for Seattle. No, but they did for Dortmund. Uh, not Dortmund. They, they Berlin, did for Dortmund. Yeah, Ber- they... F- Berlin. They, Berlin they, yeah, they, yeah. I was going to say, they fucked you guys over for that because yeah. that was... Because I, I specifically stocked up on raid passes and incubators expecting those boxes to disappear mm. and then they never did. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, well... Yeah, that was okay. That like was the new boxes, a real like bait and switch. Yeah, and they've done that. I did. I remember they did that when I was in Montreal. They did the same thing mm-hmm. where they like nerfed the boxes, and I ended up spending. I ended up spending like a hundred and fifty dollars on like incense and pokeballs. I think yeah. during the Montreal Go Fest, just because like I kept running out and there wasn't enough stops and the the balls. I don't remember what it was, but I, I remember spending a lot of money on when I was in the park. And and, and that's actually surprising because I stocked up on coins because um, normally for GoFest, I spend about 100,000 coins. I know people can make fun of me for being a whale, but uh, fuck off. Um, and uh, I I only spent like 2,500 coins, like a very little amount hmm. uh, during the entire GoFest, which I was very surprised about. Um, I spent a fair amount on remote raid passes so I could raid Snorlaxes in the park, but that was about it. Yeah, that's probably where most of mine went is Snorlax. I know I, I, I was surprised because normally these go fast. I start to run out of balls, and I walked away with even more balls than I started with. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, the park was so actually thought, little stops. Yeah, but but even before like like Montreal, you know, like and previous go fast, like I would just run out of balls mm. like halfway through the day, even spinning everything, and uh, so I thought that the, the the balance was much better. Yeah. Um, this time too like i didn't feel yeah at no point and i think that's actually a big takeaway is that like at no point did i feel stressed during the event like oh i had to complete this or i'm i have to go buy this because i don't have enough ball you know whereas like i felt stressed you know at other events Mm. um not like super stressed but like there like i really didn't feel pressured and it was just more fun 
Um, so, yeah. Um, right. Uh, yes. Yeah, so next question. Yeah. Fake Joe is real. Asks, how's it hanging? Uh, Philly Pokey Go asks, <laughs> any way to overcome a Pokemon's poor base stats <laughs> is to give it an underpowered move. What are your thoughts on why it isn't utilized with PvP to make more Pokemon relevant? Uh, I mean, I imagine there's probably some sort of thing they have to do with moves that there's only so much they can buff it before they're like told this is too much. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it, I mean, it seems like, you know, they, you know, control the stats and stuff like that. And, you know, as long as the, the move is relatively in line with what the thing does in mm. the actual MSG. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah. My brain jumped for it. I'm like, wait, <laughs> thinking that was a drug. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, but I think, like, they have control over, like, the stats and stuff like that. Um, but the so if, re- if they released a move that was like um, Giga Impact was when it was first added, like nine thousand, which I know was clearly a joke, yeah. but I'm pretty sure they would get told off they actually did something like that. I, I trust. I, I honestly have no idea. Um, mm. But I think I, I remember being really annoyed when PvP first came out because there was a whole new battling system, and I got annoyed that okay, you've established moves and stats and all this stuff. Uh, for a system and now you're like ah ignore that system when you're using it for this it's going to be a different system yeah. and uh I, I still think that's weird to have two completely different combat systems in your game um but i mean that's the that's the design decision they made at the time and that's you know what they've moved forward with and i think because of that it allows you to do things that um like you, you could like they seem to follow the pattern of like if it's good for pvp it's it it has similar stats for pve which makes it useless exactly. right like it's very rare that you'll get like a good pvp move and it's a good pve move mm-hmm. right so it's like and even um, even without the moves it's very much unlikely that a pokemon that's good in pvp is also good in pve there's not generally a lot of crossover there either there are a few but mostly they're one or the other yeah it's especially in like great and ultra leagues and yeah. stuff um well i guess when you get up to master league there's more, more i guess there parity, is more overlap yeah, yeah. but like I don't know. Like, I think, I don't. Know, I think it's weird in general that you're hunting like odd IV. Because like, there's nothing in the game that says, "Oh, you want the zero fifteen fifteen. And there's also nothing in the game that says, "Actually, you want a zero thirteen fourteen Or no. you know what I mean? Like, it's. And I don't know what the solution is to that because, like, I mean, well, I, well, the solution is level scaling. To be honest, mm. is you know, like they do in the main series game, if the thing's over. 1500 cp it's brought down um but yeah i don't i don't know um i i do wish there's more focus on pve i don't like it when people say that pvp is the end game um because it it's not it's it's a loop um an end game in my opinion is i I always think back to like minecraft when it was in development and like there there really was no end game Mm -hmm. and the end game was they added the ender dragon right and like it's like okay that is them game there is a definite you can do what you can do all the other loops in the game to your heart's content you can do whatever you want but the actual end game is beating the final boss which is the ender dragon mm-hmm. and i think um the closest that poco would have is giovanni or like x raids yeah um and if they ever come back pvp yeah and X- yeah if they ever come back but like 
I don't know. Like, I, I I don't think PvP is the end game. I think PvP is an important part to the game. But, I mean, you look at numbers. Most people don't care about PvP. Like, PvP is a very loud part of the community that's a very small minority part of the community, right? Um, and the reason why most people, like, they go out for good calm days. Like, calm days are busier on days that are good shinies or good PvE mods, right? Not I don't see people, like out in droves for like oh this is a shitty shiny shitty mon but it has a good pvp move like no mm. like most mo- the masses don't care no right um so i don't know like I, i'm glad pvp's in the game but i i don't think it's the i don't think it is i don't think it should be the focus that a lot of the online community puts on it no. i mean I realistically pokemon go is just a different type of mmo as well and the end game for mmos isn't right. pvp it's playing more of the mmo loop it's, right, exactly. it's, when... it's, it's it's fine stuff get better stuff fine stuff get better stuff fine stuff get better stuff yeah and then use that stuff you know in like the pve environment yeah. and may and pvp as a side mm-hmm. like and you might know more than i do but like i'm assuming like like even in the main series games like there's significantly more people that just play the game then go to like worlds and follow pvp and do compare you know what i mean oh for sure like, pvp is such a small part yeah. of the main series games and right. especially now they've added raids into the main series games as well like that is what people do people aren't there right playing pvp i don't know a single person that actually plays pvp in in the main, the main series, series games but i know those people <laughs> that will just sit there and raid yeah so like that, that, to my, and Sword and Shield is the first game that I ever cared any Pokemon game to like play after I beat it. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, like the raids are fun. Mm. Um, I just like watching my Pokemon turn into giant monsters. Yeah, and, and the Dynamax, you know? the Dynamax adventures as well. They were really fun end game activity. Yeah. Yeah, they're so so fun. So like, I don't know. Maybe I'll do that after this. Mm. I haven't done that in a while. Actually, come to think of it. <laughs> <laughs> just um, looping back to Campfire quickly. I just got a notification on mm. Campfire that someone lit a flare in london 142 kilometers away that's not useful to me i don't need that notification oh i got a notification that you lit a flare yeah i lit one earlier to try and make you pick up on it but you didn't see it oh <laughs> i i did get it 43 minutes ago how long is this po- oh my god it, we haven't gotten to any data mining stuff we're almost at two hours yeah, it's, it's uh, a long one. okay uh, right sorry, well we've got one, we've okay. got one more question from bbat do you feel as if the disconnect Niantic has from its player base in both the lack of communication and also the ways in which Niantic does not understand how people enjoy slash regular play of the game are present at in-person events? I feel like we kind of just basically touched on that a little bit. Um, but yeah, we're touching on it a bit more. Yeah, I think what I don't understand is you probably don't follow Pikmin very closely, but I think the Pikmin community, like the the community team and the product management team and stuff, I think they're a lot more in touch with like the Pikmin user base because like they, like for example, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, they like nerfed the way that uh, you get flowers. So, or sorry, they, they, they nerfed how many flowers you use. So like if I could go, if I had like 400 flowers and it, I could go on a walk and I would get, you know, it would last like 60 minutes. They half that to 30 minutes. Um, but the flip side is that I would get more coins. I would get coins twice as fast. But it effectively meant that I could play the game for half as much time before I needed to re-engage and buy nectar. Or buy, you know what I mean? Mm. And so it was a really shitty change, and it was really I didn't like it. Um, 
it was there was mixed reviews but mostly people were like yeah like it's it's really annoying a lot of people thought it was bugs bugged and stuff like that and so in the last couple of weeks they like made it so nectar the thing that feeds flowers um you get like a significantly more it was like 1.5 times more nectar from like doing missions and stuff like that um and like that re th that's now rebalanced the game for me because before it was very much like i couldn't really engage in the game very much yeah. and now it's like it, i have to put more time into it to continue to feed my guys but like it so I thought that was a really good example of Niantic being in touch with the community, following people's player, you know, and then adjusting the game, making game balances uh, based on right. And so like, and you look at like what they do with Ingress and stuff like that. And you looked at you know before they shut it down Harry Potter, like their other properties. I think they're a lot more in touch with their player base, yes. and I think they, and and the joke is oh well it's TPC, but. I don't know. I think TPC obviously has some effect on it, but there's some stuff. It's like it's, it can't be TPC because you look at games like Unite and you look at games like Pokemon Masters EX that are again run by these third party companies that TPC yes have some oversight on, but they have great communication with their player base. When Unite had issues, they send out messages. They say what the issue is. When Masters was doing really poor, they there was a massive letter from the I think the CEO or someone high up in the company explaining all the issues that they know the game has, how they're going to fix it, what they're going to do in the meantime, how they're going to compensate players, and we never have anything like that from the Attic. It's it's they can't keep playing on TPC when these other games are doing exactly the same things. Yeah, you're very right about that. And what I was going to say is stuff like you know when they announced the changes to remote rate passes and then increase the price of remote rate passes without saying anything mm. to try and, you know, stuff like that, where it's like, that's not TPC. TPC is not actively telling you to try and lie to people no. <laughs> like and try and pull a fast one on people. Right. So, or like night or TPC is not telling them to put out five blog posts at once and bury the incense nerf and like one of them at the bottom, mm -hmm. like stuff like that. Right. So like, I think t like there's obviously TPC has, has oversight over a lot of, like how the game runs and stuff, but the way that Niantic engages and to your point, you know, the way that other properties that are licensed engage, right? Like there's definitely a difference and I don't know what it is because the other thing that's weird is that because obviously Niantic is at high turnover, you would think that some of this would change. And I think to me, I was like, uh, like what, what Kelsey's doing with like the combat, the ambassador program, which we'll get into, I guess a little bit more later, like stuff like that. I, I honestly, I, it got a lot of flack and stuff like that, but I honestly think like stuff like that is good because it does open up more communication channels and it does open up more avenues for direct feedback. Uh, and, and it has to be utilized, right? Like it's a lot of words at the moment and, you know, we'll see how it's executed and stuff like that. But I think it is a good first step, mm -hmm. uh, in actually bridging this community. Um, and, uh, and, and maybe that, you know, Kelsey's new to the company and, they're like trying to encourage more community and, and they're coming at it from like a fresh set of eyes. So like, I don't know. I think stuff like that is good uh, and stuff, you know, like Liz that was there for years, right? Like that's stuff that Liz wouldn't do. And, and who knows, maybe it's not Liz and Kelsey. Maybe it's the people above them allowing, I don't know. There's a lot of things that we just don't know, but it would be nice to know more about their thought process and things like that. So I think, the, the the to get back to the question specifically about in-person play i think the big thing that's different about in-person play is that most of the niantic employees are there are not real employees like they're either volunteers hired on or they're people like event workers that are brought on right like they yeah. they, they know what they need to do for the day but they don't 
like they don't like a lot of them just don't play the game mm-hmm. right um oh, yeah, they're that, there because... that was very evident uh i didn't do it this year but with the stuff in the tents where they're asking questions um when yeah. we did that dorm, it was very ob- it was very obvious that the people there didn't really know what they were talking about they just had a sheet they were reading off whenever they spun the wheel to tell them what to ask yeah exactly i always remember i think i told this story in the podcast before but i remember one year uh i lost out because the question was how many pokemon can you put in gyms mm. and i said 20 and they looked really f- confused and someone said six because what the question should because they didn't understand the difference right because the question should be how many pokemon can be in a gym not how many pokemon can you put in gyms yeah. right uh and so like stuff like that right where just like they they just and i just remember the look they gave me they were just so confused like <laughs> what no that's wrong and i'm like no it's wrong because you don't know what you're talking yeah. about um so like stuff yeah like and so i think um I don't know. So it's hard to say like what Niantic proper, not the employees think obviously, but I think, I think these in-person games are really eye-opening for them. And I think they, uh, they, they learn a lot from it and they see how people interact and they see, and I think it reaffirms their mission of like community in person. And I think, you know, it's just like, look, see, this is our mission, our three pillars. This is what the game's about. Like look proof. Um, I think, I feel I don't know, because, I mean, I don't know. With, like, I don't know. I, I guess I would say that I feel more connected to Niantic during these in-person events than otherwise, which is, I guess, ultimately answering the question. Uh, and it feels like they are more connected to their player base. But you're going to get that because it's in-person, like, anyway, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. But it's also different. Like, they're not putting out blog posts. And, they're not and, announcing yeah. news. And also, at these, I, can, right? I can walk up to Michael Stranker in the park and ask him a question. I can't do that in, real, in the rest of the time. I can tweet at him, but yeah, he exactly. can just ignore me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think it's a little bit different. But I, I do I do think... And I, and I think it's very apparent that they, like... List, they do listen. It's just, you know, and they're, they're very... It's just... I think it's just a disconnect of, like, what the higher-ups are making... The, the decisions mm. for a lot of these things and, and and you know you think about anything you know like in your own job and you know most people's jobs right like guarantee you're you don't agree with everything your manager is doing and you don't agree with everything the company's doing yeah. but you do it because it's your job mm-hmm. right so like i'm sure there's a lot of like the players you know like you know the uh you know the mark like the lower end mark not lower end but like the mid-level uh like marketing engineers you know people like that are like no, this is fucking dumb. <laughs> but like, it's not our choice, right? Uh, so I don't know. I think, yeah, I, I think that answers the question. If there's anything you want to add to that, uh, no, yeah, I think that's good. Cool. Uh, so two hours in, we're done our GoFest section. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We haven't got much more to do, right? Right? Yeah, not 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 like there was an APK or anything. No. Um... <laughs> So this is the point which you can blame Marty for being so long because I thought we were just doing Go Fest. We wanted to do a whole podcast, so we're going to carry on. And when, yeah, when, yeah, this is hundred percent my fault. When, it, yeah. when it's four hours long, you can be like Marty. Why have you done this to us? <laughs> it's okay. We won't do another podcast for three months to make it fart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're going to very quickly go through some of our fake news section. Uh, so yeah. we have the average version. Yeah, we had the August news drop. Uh, there's a Worlds event coming up, which we know basically nothing for. We've not seen anything. There's been nothing in the assets that are being pushed that hint towards it. Um, so we'll have to wait and see for that. And then there's the bug out event, which again, they haven't announced any details for, but we are 95% sure they're going to release Mega Caesar. They've been updating that for a while. They added in the portrait and stuff. 
Uh, they've been updating it, so we know that. And we got a photo bomb for bug out as well, which uh, who did that have on it? I can't remember now. It was like Caterpie. Uh, yeah, it had Combi, uh, uh, Caterpie, Weedle, and Wormpool. So we can expect to see those as featured spawns for the event as well. I think uh, Nusero, uh, which, oh yeah, also for podcast listeners, not that it affects you guys. Uh, Nusero is a new uh, apprentice and minor mod in the Discord server. Uh, so say hello to him if, uh, I mean, if you're listening to this, you already know. Uh, <laughs> but he was joking. He wanted to put, before we put it out, put a cowboy hat on the Caterpie because there's like a perfect like little spot that you could like slide in the <laughs> a cowboy hat on. <laughs> We'd have to change our disclaimer. We do not modify anything. We modified this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we have got Ziggy Community Day coming, uh, so there were some leaks that pointed towards this. Obstruct was recently mm-hmm. added an APK, which again made it feel like this was happening because Obstruct is its signature move, and I think it's only learned by Obstruct um, as well. Oh yeah. Um, the clothing and pose we didn't know about, and they still have been pushed. Um, but yeah, we're I'm looking forward to Zigzag Community Day. It's a cool shiny. I only have the hatted shiny from GoFest. I don't have the actual one, so that'll be nice to get. And it seems like it's yeah, it should be decent. Um, I am personally glad that they've got rid of. Um... I was gonna say, did you remove my note? I was gonna say, where's I've, my I've, note I've, about I must, that? I must have accidentally overtyped it at some point. <laughs> um, but I remembered it's fine. Uh, I am personally glad <laughs> they have removed the loon spawns um i think yeah in the notes i specifically said boo those people yeah. that got them to change that <laughs> i i think it's a good idea i think the only thing you have to do is just enable the shiny for the evolution and it's fine no one's going to care yeah. at that point that's the only thing they have to change they haven't got to, they haven't got about anything else just enable the shiny no one's going to give a give a damn about which one spawns as long as they can get a shiny of it it's when yeah i don't know how bad it was for you on dino community today but like half the spawns was really us and i'm like these can't be shiny sure they're great for candy oh, and yeah. xl but i want to come out with this of 50 shiny dinos why like i want to come out with being able to max out a bunch of these things for raids I'm going to transfer 40 of those shinies anyway, so why do I... Because like, I want to lucky trade uh, all of them. Why? I just want, if, I just if you want, can't I just, max them. <laughs> I don't know. I got six hundos and not a single shundo. I was upset. <laughs> but, like, did you have you, have you used them? Have you maxed them yet? Like, have, do you have a team? Uh, yeah, I've, I've level 52 okay. and the other one's level 40. Okay, okay. That's good. At least, okay, you're not a complete muggle then. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're the best dark type attacker. Of course I maxed them out. Okay, good. So, like, that, but that's what I, I wanted all that XL candy. And, and so I, and also, especially with this dust, like, the four times dust is not going to be more dust now than if you were catching three times dust on an evolved mon. No. Um, so, so we, so this is what, like, to us, good on Niantic for changing this because people complained. But this is a case that I think the community is really dumb is that they're like, please make this worse. Thank you. It's like, okay, if you really want us to make it worse, because all they care about are a different texture on the Unity asset. Yes, that's, that's all <laughs> I care about. Like, where I care about a imaginary int going up. <laughs> yeah, is, if, if they made it shiny, everyone is happy. That solves every yes, single issue. No one, can, no, no, no one from the I want the old stuff back is upset, and no one from the I like the new stuff camp is upset. Everyone is just happy because it can now be shiny. But that's not what I agree. I wonder... I wonder if they don't do that because it's in raids after. They don't want it to be shiny in raids. Which why I don't know not? Why they wouldn't? Because then that. I might actually yeah, raid it. 
Yeah, well, yeah, that's like, I, I, I honestly don't see me ever. I did the the Dino Day once, and mm. I was like, "This is a stupid mechanic. I don't like this." I legitimately do not see me like. It's very rare that a feature will come out, and I have zero interest in doing it. I have zero interest in doing this feature, regardless of the in person stuff. Like, this is not the way to extend community. Yeah. This is just boring. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have like. There's no Stardust bonus. Like, my main motivator for the next for this community day is the Stardust bonus, and the Stardust bonus leaves it too. Yeah. So why would I raid these things? Yeah. I mean, yeah, for a lot of people, it's like, also about the shinies, but yeah, so I would probably raid things like Linoon and stuff if if it could be shiny. Because then yeah. I'm raiding with a decent chance of getting a, a decent IV shiny. Um, but if it can't be shiny, then what's the point? Yeah. It's fair. Yeah. Uh, community, yes. The Community Ambassador program was announced. Uh, there's a lot. Uh, so we're not going to go through all of it. Go have a read of it. It's interesting. There's a Game Master update. Let's take a look at that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Uh, oh, it's for... It's, is it? It's 10 a.m. It's 10 a.m. in Spoofer Island. Island, yeah. Okay, I will. I will do Twitter again. Wow, look at this! This is this is lucky, so many updates. You lucky I, people get to listen to do two real time updates. <laughs> you lucky people. <laughs> um. So yeah, Kelsey. Kelsey wrote a blog post all about it. Um. They went into a lot of detail about how it's going to work. Um. It's all to do with their uh their new partnership with Silk Road as well. So if your community is already on Silk Road, you're going to have a ranking. If you're a certain rank, um, I think it's rank, rank three, three now, isn't it? It's changed. It's no longer rank four. It's now rank three. Oh, did it? Ch- oh, I didn't notice it changed. Yeah, it used to be rank four. Now it's rank three. Uh, okay. What's the? Is it some PvP requirements that are different? Or um, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, okay, but you fair. can you can apply to become a community ambassador. There's a few additional things you have to abide by, like the your account has to be in good standing, whatever that means. It's a back-end check by Niantic. Uh, you have to agree not to run bots, uh, not to do anything that we do, basically. Um, and yes. What, oh, I didn't see anything about... I saw, like, generically terms of service breaking, but, like, it was mostly focused on, like, cheating, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Like, it, I didn't see anything... Like, I, I was specifically looking for things about, like... Oh, are you allowed to discuss that? Like, if someone posts like a data mining graphic or whatever, like, it, like it doesn't seem like any of that's disallowed or like discussing data mining mm. stuff. Like, it to be honest, it doesn't seem like it's targeted to any of us. Now. It seems like it's targeted for like spoofing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What but was interesting actually is when you click on the Silk Road page, it still says rank four, but the blog post now says rank three. Oh, so fucking Silk Road not getting their shit together. Mm. Or it might be you can apply it rank <laughs> three and you have to maintain rank four once you get it. I don't know. Some uh, things okay. aren't super clear. But yeah, but yeah, you you have you can't like advocate or share information about cheating and that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, it's it's a good idea. Hopefully, they support it well. It sounds like they'll be sending out packages to these people to give out in the form of things like promo codes and maybe some little goodies like the stuff they give away at the in-person community days they currently host, the key rings, the stickers, that sort of stuff. So yeah, hopefully that'll be a nice little thing. We'll have to see what comes of it and how it works and if it's maintained well yeah i think that's the the key right is that like if it's maintained well if it's updated if people find value in it um i saw a lot of people complaining about like oh it's basically just doing free work for niantic but like i don't know the way that i look at it is that like it's it's what people are doing already Mm. right like if you're organizing like a lot of this like the way that i look at it is like don't like don't bust your ass trying to meet these requirements but like if you're doing this stuff already it's a good way to be recognized um 
right? Like, and maybe it'll motivate people to like rank up and, and get this stuff, mm-hmm. right? But like, I, th- I think it's it's just like, because like the thing that I remember during like the Heroes of Niantic and when they're like, oh, we're going to talk to the NDA crew. It's like, great, you already do that already. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, there's lots of people that run tons of Discord servers that are local, this Facebook group, there's all these other, there's thousands of these other community leaders that are more on the ground than, you know, NDA crew mm. people making YouTube videos. Yeah. Like, th- they should be included in stuff. Uh, and I think this is a good way to to have them included in that stuff. Mm. Uh, are you are you going to try and, like, apply for this, Get try, try and get into the program? Yeah, I'm assuming- I mean, to be fair, I haven't done much since the pandemic, but before the pandemic, we would, every community, we'd host a meetup, everyone meet in the same place to start community day, we get them to check in for their Silk Road badge. We give them a real life pin or badge as well. Uh, we have That's raffles cool. for giveaway for plushes and that sort of thing too. Um, oh, nice! So yeah, that was that was always nice. So it might be an excuse to get back into that as well. Um, but yeah, I'll give it a go. I feel like we will probably get rejected as soon as they see even mine or yours' name, but we never know. Yeah, but I mean, you wouldn't be applying as like a Pokemon or community. You'd be applying as like that's my local know, area British, community. Yeah, yeah, British guy beard. 79's location. Yeah, that's it. You got it. <laughs> yeah, doxed you. <laughs> uh, and then there's nothing, as far as I can see, on the Pokemon Go blog, but we have got details about the Korea Eprix event, uh, which is happening from Wednesday the 10th to Sunday the 14th of August. There'll be increased Pikachu... Uh, increased Pikachus? Increased spawns of uh, Pikachu, Joltik, Porygon, and Unknown E. Um, they will also be able to get a special sticker with Pikachu, which I can't remember. Did we date mine that? No, we haven't. Have, uh, it's a, him wearing a flag. Yeah. yeah, we we saw the text for this, but we haven't seen anything else mm. yet. That was it. Um, so yeah, so we'll see hopefully more about that from official news soon, but that's all posted on the Pokemon Korea page. I guess that's still official, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that still counts as official. It's just not it's just not American official, so it doesn't count. <laughs> uh, cool. And then uh, we have details for the uh, Hisui event. Uh, this has been long joked about as one of the worst kept secrets in the game for a while. Uh, Mystic 7 leaked it a few months ago with the Hisui Cup, so we knew this was coming. Uh, before that, even before any of our data mining updates, I think. Or I, either that or I don't remember. Maybe they added the forms to the APK a while ago. I don't remember. Maybe that happened before technically. But either way, we knew this thing was coming. Uh, they were pushing assets and stats for all this stuff before they announced it. They teased uh, in the July thing. They teased some new Pokemon event. Um, so we knew that as well. Um, they didn't mention the the evolutions like they normally do. But like they were, we obviously data mined them all. And then they all came true where you could evolve all these things. Um, so maybe they were trying to like, either they forgot or they were trying to make it a surprise. Like, Oh, you can evolve them. Or I don't know. That was weird. Cause like they've, they normally call attention to that. Um, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the bravery day, uh, we unfortunately for Niantic spoiled that, uh, cause <laughs> they, they did push the text for that. Like there's like the Friday, the Thursday, uh, Although, before Gilfest. I'm pretty sure everyone was like, it's bravery raid day. It's gotta be. And then we found the text. And we're like, yeah, it's bravery raid day. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was pretty much assumed to be because you could kind of see it in the they they did tease it, yeah. um, so that is fair. Um, so uh, yeah, and you, you can get a shiny for that, which I I was honestly not expecting this thing to be shiny. Um, it's a new Pokemon; they hardly ever release new Pokemon shinies. But these days, they don't, oh they don't do a raid day about being shiny though. 
That is true. Uh, but they do, have they done a raid day of new mons before? Because uh, the low and Marowak was not new. The Reggies were not new. The birds were not new. I, yeah. I, I, maybe we're wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't remember a single raid day that debuted a new Pokemon. But, no, no. Yeah, you can't think of any either. Uh, I'm having a look. Oh, uh, going to trusty Bulbapedia. No, I'm going to Cerebi. We had Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres, <laughs> Gengar, which I think might have been Gengar's release for Shiny. Well, it got a community day before that, didn't it? No, that was after. I think. Oh. That would be weird that they released Gengar without releasing the Ghastly Shiny. Uh, well, after that, G Ghastly was Shiny World, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Okay. Okay, then it's been a while then, because I was like, what, 20... 17? Yeah, Gengar Community Day was in 2018 and Community Day was in 2020. Hmm. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that was one. Lapras... I can't remember if that was released or not. Raikou and Tainsuikun weren't. Lickitung, I don't think, was. No, Lickitung wasn't, Neil. Pinsa wasn't, Alomaric wasn't, Kangaskhan wasn't. So yeah, I think Gengar was, I'm pretty sure. Okay, Okay, so this is the second time they've done this. Yeah. <laughs> okay that's fair um but yeah the event to us this is one of the events that i was really hyped for and then i've been playing it every day and uh it's not as exciting as i thought it was going to be to be honest uh have you played it a lot or what are your opinions on this event so far uh i mean eh <laughs> to be honest yeah the main reason i've been playing this event is because i've been using and we'll get to this in a little bit the the daily adventure incense that's the memories i've been playing this mm. event um, outside of that, I'm not really fussed about it. Okay, that's fair. Um, I'm trying to hatch my eggs. Also, I got my new electric scooter this week, uh, and I, it's mostly just an excuse to play with that. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, Oh, yeah, I hatched a batch of eggs and got one of each, so I was like, I'm done. Oh, you're not getting two for the evolutions and then extra for the home transfer? Oh, I got, yeah, I got two, sorry. So I got one, one of each. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, for home, I've already got them in Legends, so... Yeah. Oh, I try and collect one from each game. I mean, I I don't go like full ham like Joe does mm. um, on it, but like if I have an opportunity like to save one from Legends and save one from Go, I try and do one from each. Yeah, that doesn't bother um, me at all. As long as I've got one, and I'm, I'm mm, working towards sure. just living shiny deck. So, yeah, I just yeah. I just want the shinies. I, <laughs> I need one more Sneasel. Uh, I've hatched a bunch of Quillfish uh, and two Growlithe, but I need one more Sneasel. What I don't get is why is Sneasel just in raids? Like, we've got Break of Sneasel, but not not Haisu uh, and Sneasel, which is just kind of weird. It is kind of weird. I mean, I don't mind. A lot of people were complaining about, like, uh, these were raid-locked or egg-locked, but, like, I don't mind when they put different Pokemon between... Like, like eggs are just another part of the game, yeah. right? Um, like, I understand not, like, forcing them all the time, but, like... The last time we had an egg, egg exclusive thing was probably the 12k eggs for Salandit. Thank you. So like they don't do it that often, and I think you know just like rocket events, they don't do rocket events that often, but it's a part of the game and it should be featured every once in a while. So it's 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 better when they do it like this, where all four of the Pokemon are in eggs and that's it. Yeah. When it when they're mixed into the regular egg pool, it's kind of like, well, cool. That's going to be fun trying to hatch these. Yeah, true. Yeah, you have a a fairly good chance of getting these, mm. um, which is true. 
Um, but yeah, the daily adventure incense, uh, we've been data mining this for about two months. Uh, we, uh, knew everything about it, uh, before it came out, which was cool. Um, that's always a fun feeling. <laughs> um, the, some of the stuff was like really last minute though, like the, getting the free 30 pokeballs. I think they only pushed that in text like 10 minutes before it went live. Um, so that we technically knew about before, but, uh, I don't know if that fully counts. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, I remember when we first found it, uh, you and I were talking about it and we almost dismissed it because, uh, they, in some parts of the code, they call the, uh, the daily, spawn that you get i think it's referred to as like daily incense mon or something like that yeah and so we uh the wither refers to it as a special incense as well oh that's true yeah he does refer yeah so we we thought it was just that and so we almost didn't pay and then like during the digging deeper we found like more references and like a whole new like section about it We're like okay this is not mm. this so the thing that i still don't know is that in the code there that summary that you get uh you there's two lists of pokemon in the code and there's only one obviously displayed to you. Yeah. So I don't know what that other list is for. Um, maybe this doesn't make any sense in the way that this is structured, but I was going to say my first thought was like the, the, no, this makes zero sense. Like the spawn pool the, from the 25% that it has a chance to spawn from. And then the summary, but that the way that that makes zero sense in this part of the code. So I don't, I don't know what that other list is. Um, uh, but it's not displayed to you. And of course it's obfuscated, so I know what the fuck it is. But um, but it is pretty cool. There could um, be maybe the I... reason why Pogo Plus spawns aren't catching. Maybe they're going into that list instead. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Because uh, they still catch them, they just don't show up in the summary yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's weird. I don't. Yeah, it's very weird. I don't know. Hmm. Like... I wonder, my first thought when I first saw it, like in the code was like, uh, like other mons you caught or like missed mons or something. I don't know. I, I don't, it doesn't matter. But, um, but yeah, people, it's not fully rolled out as of this podcast. Um, I think it's actually, they said it was supposed to roll out by Friday, didn't they? They said uh, over the next week is what they said. Which I guess this is Saturday of that week. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Also, like over, over the next week could mean seven days, like seven days from the date of the announcement as uh, well. Oh, that's true. Like all of our bots got it, so we can't tell when the rollout finishes, unfortunately. Um, so we know people uh, will tweet about it when they get it, though. I'm sure Jerry will make a big deal when he gets it. That will probably tell us when the rollout's finished. Oh, does Jerry not have it yet? No, he doesn't have it. Joe Cerebri doesn't have it. So I'm sure we'll know when they get it. Yeah, but. But they hate Joe, so, you know. I think they hate Jerry as well, to be fair. <laughs> uh, who, do they, who do they hate more, Joe or Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> Battle. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's, it, and, you know, I, I've said this uh, when we were data mining and I've said it a few times. I think, and, and, like, the reception is basically the same. I think this is a really awesome feature. I think it... Um, really like this is the perfect way to if if their vision is to get people out and exploring this is how you do it instead of nerfing features in the game you add things like this that um re realistically it's not that big of a deal you like the, the galler birds are like you know the you know the nice little bonus mm. but like most of this like I've, i haven't gotten any of them i haven't gotten anything interesting off this thing but it's enough that like oh it's it's another daily loop that like just like i want to collect all my stamps i want to you know, do my daily incense every day. And it's, and, and you have to like engage in it. Right. I can't just like put it on in the background and go for a walk. Like Pikmin, I have to like actively be playing. I mean, I guess you could do the plus, but like with the 
uh, with the birds. I don't want to risk that, no. obviously. Um, and so, the, like, I, I think there's, I think there's, just, like, there's no negative. To this. And I remember, like, people were, like, really pissed off when they saw, like, when we reported on, like, the 15-minute thing. They're like, oh, it's only 15 minutes and you have to be moving. And it's like, but, but it's free. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's free. You don't have to do it. Um, so, so yeah, I, I think this is just a great feature. Um, and it, it's definitely been encouraging me to get out uh, every day to, to do this. Um, I really like it. And, and it seems like a lot of people like this now that it's live and, you know, people aren't reading the data mine stuff. Like I think everyone really likes it. And, uh, there's a lot of like just wrong information out there about like the gallery birds and their spawn rate and, or their flea rate and, you know, the plus stuff. But I think a lot of that's starting to like settle and people are starting to, you know, figure it. Cause like some stuff, it's just like it says in the game master, like it's 25% or the flea rate is 90%. Yeah. Like, um, so hopefully that stuff is starting to die out a little bit and the fake news can go away. <laughs> um, the one thing though, that is that we did report wrong on because of this, and I still can't explain it is that part of like the 10 minute update before whatever it was before it went live, there was another special research push for this thing. Uh, where it was, it was Willow talking and it was basically Willow giving you the incense and him specifically saying this thing spawns things that you've already caught before, including legendary Pokemon. And so, uh, the way that Willow has worded it very clearly is, is like the spawn pool is just things you've caught, including legend. So if you've caught like Reg, is Regigigas legendary or mythical? I, uh, okay. Let, let's say, uh, Mewtwo. That, that's legendary. Um, like say if you've caught Mewtwo before and it's in your Pokedex, the way that it's worded sounds like Mewtwo could spawn off this thing yeah. if you've caught it. Uh, and so that's the way we reported it because that's what it sounds like. And and what it sounded like was this is because like right now the research is Rai giving it to you, which will make no sense once Willow comes back. Hmm. Uh, but from, it could also be that you know, planning to change this. So it, at the moment it's spawning the go the the birds, but it might be in two months time it's going to spawn something else and it's going to be a rotating thing of how it works. Maybe, but then it would be, which, yeah, which is true. And, and, and that would explain, like, if, you, if you're getting this for the first time, um, or it's just worded poorly, like, it's just, yeah. or, or they put that in there just to fuck with us. Or my other thought, too, is maybe this was an early iteration of this feature, but, like, I don't know when they started this, obviously, like, we started data mining it two months ago, but mm. they could have been working on it before. Um, the history in the code doesn't look like it's that old, though. It looks like it's relatively new, but then maybe that was an original iteration of it. Uh, but yeah, so we did correct ourselves. Like, cause I remember like <laughs> retweeting, and I was like, well, this tweet aged well, like saying how like you won't get new legendaries off this yeah. thing because Willow basically says that. Uh, so yeah, we were wrong about that. Uh, so I don't know what's up with that. We'll have to keep an eye on, you know, maybe we'll have to like make a new account or something. Uh, well, there is, after the there is one thing I want to try that I can't try yet, but when the birds eventually come back to raids, I want to try making a new account, catching the start of Pokemon, and then catching just the legendary bird from a raid. And I want to see how the incense works if you do that. What are you trying to find? Sorry, what are you trying to find there? So, because in theory, the 25% pool is just stuff you've had spawned before or you caught before, isn't it? So if I catch nothing else, in theory, they spawn should only be a bird or, oh, or well that's assuming these texts are correct yes it is yeah. because because obviously that the birds are part of the 25 percent mm. spawn right so clearly like whatever that text is that willow's saying is just lies yeah like it's not it can't just be mons you've caught previously because these oh and actually i want 
after because in the journal they show up and you know there's still forms right mm-hmm. i wonder if you don't have the canto birds registered in your pokedex if these things don't spawn yeah that's you. what i'm wondering yeah mm, i see what you're getting at i mean you could do that now make a new account and do this every day and see if you never get a cat that would be really hard to fucking confirm though yeah whereas uh, if i actually catch a canto bird then i can see if it spawns or not yeah but yeah, I really like the feature. It's really nice. It's definitely got me out of the house more because I wouldn't usually go out for a pokey walk every day. But for the last six days, I've gone out every single day for 50 minutes to get that to get that and see what I get. Um, yeah, same. Well, I say 50 minutes and then I'm out for an hour. Yeah, but <laughs> um, I, I do. Li- I do like the little share thing. Uh, I like that it shows shinies on the share bit as well. Um, yeah, the only the, sh- the only thing I wish is that. It appears that it can only spawn regionals from the area you are in. It would be nice if, as it says, it spawns stuff from before, if it could also have, a, in the rare pool chance, have a chance of spawning regionals that you've just registered in your Pokedex. That would be nice, but they're never going to do that. No, but it would be it would be nice, based on how they start kind of say it works. The only, th- the only complaint, if I'm looking for something to be nitpicky about, is that they... Uh, when you do the share thing, it's not it's uh, it's reusing the uh, AR photobomb or the AR snapshot share because if you swipe right on the share thing, it gives you a tutorial about taking AR snapshots. <laughs> um, <laughs> so because they they obviously and I can see it in the like they just they're just calling the like the photo share thing and the photo share thing right now is only accessible through photobombs uh, or sorry I keep uh, through AR photography so uh and like the snapshot feature so that's the only thing that's like okay i see what you did there you cut a little i mean it works it doesn't you know it's not a big deal like maybe change the tutorial like if it's coming from a sh- you know what i mean mm. or just hide the tutorial uh but yeah that's that's a, but yeah fantastic feature um really really enjoy it uh good job niantic yeah it's good. really nice good especially for yeah, a really bonus nice. One thing that would be nice for to fix though is the uh because of this now being in the what do you want to call it like activation bar sidebar on the right hand side of the screen where you got all your buffs and stuff oh yeah with it's really long with now. weather the compass the pokeball plus the uh campfire icon the rocket radar the super rocket radar the daily incense mega evolution lucky egg incense and star piece uh, which is not super uncommon to have all of that active at once uh it now blocks the uh quest button even on a large phone like I've got a Pixel 6 XL, it's not a small screen, uh, it blocks that button. So that needs to be looked at a little bit. But yeah, that's just a small nitpicky thing. But yeah, it's just one of those. Yeah, there's a lot of things crammed into that sidebar now. Yeah. Um, that need to... But also just don't wail. <laughs> How dare you spare money on the game? Twitter says you shouldn't spend money on this game, Lou. Oh, uh, wow. Well, <laughs> tell that to my wallet. Tell it to my wallet. <laughs> Um, speaking of the Pokemon Go Plus, I forgot to put this in the notes, but I was going to. Uh, did you see that Niantic confirmed the Sleep Sleep Plus Plus? Uh, yes, they called it, yeah, the PGP yeah. Plus, didn't they? Yeah, and their in their known issues. Yeah, and then they fixed it to the Pokeball Plus. Well, fir- first, like, they, first they removed it, then they added the Pokeball Plus. Th- that is true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That was probably their panic. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that is public confirmation that uh they're at least working on it because obviously whoever wrote that is probably destined with the plus plus in their office yeah. if they're you know in the or sorry they're aware that it exists in their office or whatever yeah. so uh 
yeah. Um, hopefully that comes. I, I want to replace my gotcha with an actual official thing that um, can auto catch and auto spin. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me let me give you money uh, so I can have that and just yeah leave, exactly leave leave, uh, leave, like a, leave a rice pancake in my bag at all times. <laughs> I want the rice pancake. <laughs> Cool. And then, uh, yeah, let's blast through two. Okay, this isn't too, the back half isn't too bad. Only twenty minutes so far. We'll, we'll get through these data mining updates, and then we'll fuck off and let you guys enjoy the rest <laughs> of your day. Uh, yeah. So on to uh, more of the data mining stuff now. Um, so Rocket Eleven was added. Um, I mean, it's just a, there's the there's the text. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the so it's all coming from Ree. She talks about, you know, what happens if they got Ultra Beast, blah, 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 blah. Um, but yeah, they've she's kind of given up talking about what Super Rocket Radar is at this point. They probably some everyone knows. Um, but yeah. Well, that's weird because in all the other researches, Willow specifically is like, I made this for you. And there's like no mention of that here. It's like, oh, I've, even if it was like, oh, I found one laying around in Willow's bag. It's like, no, it just, it's just here. Yeah, just have it. Like, it's like, I, yeah, like, what's the, like, because then, because I like the lore of, like, Willow having to, like, build this thing from, like, components from the leaders, mm. and now it's just like, ah, uh, I don't know, it's just, it's just, it's just the thing that you do in the game. <laughs> <laughs> just one of those, so, yeah. but, oh well. Um, uh, you are able to purchase uh, gift tickets for your friends at a discounted rate. So, like until like like previously, you've been able to buy community day tickets for your friends. Uh, you seem to be able to buy them at a discounted rate of some sort. We don't know what it is yet. Uh, we had yesterday, today, yesterday, wasn't it? To, uh, we had some yeah. obfuscated uh, settings that were pushed, uh, which we believe are probably for this, uh, which added to the GoFest ticket, uh, which was a ball that says true, which is probably going to be is it activated for this ticket? Yes, it is. And then a number, which was free, which is probably how many of them you're allowed to buy. So we assume that for the GoFest yeah. ticket, you'll be allowed to buy free of this discounted ticket once it goes live. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the discount is and, you know, how worthwhile it is. Yeah. And if people are going to farm alts mm-hmm. for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, the ability to turn off receiving paid gifts from friends has been added. Uh, I feel like they might be listening to the love podcast where GM was talking about trolling one of his friends. Um, but yeah, uh, it seems like that you would have turned that off. So if you don't want to receive pay tickets, you can turn that off. I'm not sure receiving a ticket would be a bad thing. It's not like you're out of pocket or in a worse place for having a pay ticket, but it seems like they're adding that as an option. Um, I can understand. I don't know if this is super logic, but... I can understand a completionist not wanting the special research for a community day ticket if they know they can't complete it mm. and they don't want it cluttering their shit up until like December when like the special one may come back. Yeah. And so maybe that, but that's a very niche. Like I, don't know. I do want to, I do want to see what happens if I give someone the ticket where GoFest has already ended in their time zone. So let's, let's yeah. say GM didn't buy the ticket. And then during my community day, I buy him the ticket what happens what does happens? he still get the research yeah. does it just disappear into the ether does it say no you can't do that i don't know i'm assuming it'll just disappear into the ether yeah. because your account thinks it's still on and then his account's like no it's off I or can't because they or share resources like this used to happen a little while ago does he then get given the next ticket as soon as it comes available 
Because <laughs> that, that, that used to happen. If people had issues, yeah. they would get they would immediately get the next ticket that came out. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. <laughs> For science. Yeah, I have to give it a try at some point. Um, we're the gift after convert uh, the yeah. Uh, having a gift when you're in Maturius 4 and turning it into Stardust, that was enabled as we talked about earlier, turn the middle of during GoFest um, there's a load of pictures of the Chansey pack uh, pack? Park? oh god <laughs> um, yeah, there's a load of pictures of those uh, if you haven't seen it before, the Chansey Park is really cool uh, It's I think there's a couple of them in Japan if I remember rightly, or at least there's one I think there's at least more than that more, like two. Oh, is there more than one? I, I thought there was just one. Uh, yeah, I think there's a, I think there's a few um, scattered around. Hmm. Um, but yeah, they're really cool. Uh, I assume there's going to be some sort of event around those at some point, and that's why these pictures are in there. Yeah, and also there's that photo bomb we found a long time ago. That's if you're in that part. Is the a is the park open? And b I think that's you get the uh, the photo bomb if you take a photo when you're there. Right? I'm pretty sure the park is open. Okay, so then that photo bomb must be live now, I guess. Yeah. But just no one's reporting on it. Uh, maybe we should go and see if it works. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Niantic sponsor us to go. Yeah, um, <laughs> they've done some more A/B testing with the Starly Community Day images. Uh, as you may or may not notice, you would have got one or two different images in your store, uh, depending on if you're on A or the B test. Um, I mean, I don't really know if anyone's buying a ticket based on the image or not. I can't imagine they are, but yeah. it's something they wanted to do. I don't know what their goal is with these A/B testing mm. is. Like, what are they trying to determine? Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then we've got stickers have been added for Zuckatree, which we expect for Sapporo, but also uh, Naligo. Um, so we expect Naligo is going to come back for the GoFest finale. Makes sense. I personally think, based on the text that Rees said, that it might be Shadow Nihiligo. Uh, but oh, I guess we'll really? see. what makes you think that? Uh, she specifically said in the last rocket research what would happen if Giovanni got his hands on an Ultra Beast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, when you said Shadow Nilgo, I thought, um, is it alt? Is this the one that merges with um, the other ones? Ultra, uh, L- Lumina, and Seligio. What's the one that merges? The ones that make the Ultra? Is it Nilgo or is it another one? Necroma? What? Uh, Yeah, sorry, it's not this one. I'm getting my Ultra Beast mixed up. Joe is spinning in his grave right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, sorry, it's not... Okay, sorry. So yeah, yeah, I can see that. It comes back as like Shadow, Nilligo. I wonder then if you catch it in an Ultra Ball or or a Premier Ball. Yeah, might be interesting. I mean, last time they did it, so you fought Giovanni and the research gave you the Pokemon, didn't it? So you got the Mewtwo from the mm. research, not from Giovanni. So we might see the same thing and it will give you an ultra to catch it. But that's, that's, that's pure speculation. There's nothing to actually be like, this is what's happening. It's just what I think is going to happen based on what recent texts have said. Yeah, I can see that. It's a good catch. Um, and then, yeah, to kind of close up our data mining section and, and start to wrap up this very long podcast, um, <laughs> they added some more root updates because everyone loves some roots. Uh, and uh, I hope we get to four years and we still don't get the feature at this point now. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> they added some root stamps. Uh, you probably saw it or you can see uh, on our website, but there's uh, the starter, the Kanto starters, Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle, and Pikachu. Um, we co- So they come in their like normal, like ugly green, red, 
shader thing you can see the raw files in, the, in our repo um and then the the game dynamically colors them uh we found i think what the colors are in the code so we colored them based on that um could be very wrong uh but the colors do line up with their colors so uh but the shading's probably awful like pikachu looks like it's about to murder you or something <laughs> yeah they're, they're probably <laughs> like so they're probably based on additional unity shading on there but they were probably i imagine you are that is right and it will be those colors yeah, just not as devilish as we made them, as I made them. Uh, but yeah, so I, I guess get, I mean, the stamps you get while you're doing it on the route, uh, from what we understand. So uh, I don't know if this means like you'll get a Bulbasaur on the route and then you get a stamp to indicate that you, I, I don't know. It's it's. I feel like it's just a way of just marking the route and making it more colorful rather than having like, the same stamp on everyone. You've got, you got a little bit of a mixture. Oh, uh, Maybe. Yeah, I mean the roots do have part of the structure is like profile, pi- like a profile picture, uh, is like a, a picture, uh, and you can like choose what stop it is. So mm. I guess you could tell them apart that way. But, um, but these stamps also, um, there's other stamps that are like feet and like pieces of like a path yeah. that you. I don't know. There's there's a lot to it that. Uh, Although I feel like some of those, I feel like some of those might be old stamps that are now being replaced for these ones, and they're just like changing it. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The we'll never see half of this. Yeah. Uh yeah, that's a good point. Um Mega Alakazam in a surprise update was pushed as well. Uh just the portrait though. We don't have any of the actual assets or stats or moves or any well, I guess moves are the normal thing. But um the, the Mega Evolve. Uh I still think that Mega Skizzer is coming before this because there's way more stuff ready for Mega Skizzer and it would make sense. Yes. But Mega Alakazam is pr- probably the Mega coming after Skizzer. Um, based on past updates. And then uh, we had an APK in the last uh, month or so since the last podcast. Uh, 243 uh, added uh, quite a few things. Uh, Giratina's signature move was added. Um, so I'm sure we'll see that never like Dark Void. <laughs> <laughs> uh, four new search filters were added. Uh, everyone, we've already talked to them, the Hizui, uh, uh thing, uh, filter. And then I, 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 IV filters for attack, defense, and HP. Um, took us a while to figure out what it was. It was, I don't remember who it was. Someone in our discord finally figured it out, um, where it's based on the bars. Um, and again, like people joke about TPC, but I honestly think this is a TPC thing, you know, like they don't want you knowing what the actual IVs of these things are. So you have to generalize them, but this is still better than nothing. Like I can still get my PVP mods fairly easily through this. And I can still, well, the other thing that I realized, like part of my macros that I've set up is uh, filtering out three stars from the bad three stars versus the good three stars. Mm. That might be like 96s and stuff, uh, which helps filter down. Yeah. And it also helps I, I, you. I assume you're uh, like me as well. Like if it's going, if it's for PVP, if it's not got 15 attack, it's in the bin. Oh no, I, I care more about the overall uh, spread. Oh, right. Um, then, I mean, I know that the higher attack usually, like when I sim it out, it's normally the higher attack is better, but um, that's the one thing that I do irrationally. Normally, everything else in the game, I'm like very like min-max, like doing sims, checking breakpoints. That's the only thing that I do that I just want to see. I'd rather have a 96 if it's, you know, like... 14, 14, 15 or something than than like a 93 with like 15... 13 or whatever. Yeah, see, matter, I'd go, for, I'd go I mean? for the 93. My exception is if I get like yeah. a shiny 98 legendary that's 14 attack, I'm like, well, fuck it, I'm going to mm. use that one. 
yeah, no, I, I, I know that that is, I'm correct. I'm incorrect in that, <laughs> but I don't, I just want to see the higher number overall. Yeah, it's bad. That's fair. I have issues. <laughs> <laughs> um, the daily adventure in since we talked about a lot, but this was the asset was added in this update. Uh, so we knew what it looked like. Uh, side note, uh, the, the use of blue in across their different things are really bothering me. Um, because blue, the first time they introduced a blue item was the remote raid pass, so it meant like a remote thing. And then they introduced a blue egg, which is in-person only. And then they introduced blue incense, which is moving only. So it's like they have, like there's just no consistency with their color <laughs> themes and their items. And it just, like, I'm sure no one cares. Yeah. But it bothers me that the blue pass for remote activities is doesn't match the blue items for in-person mm. only things. Uh, just recolor the remote raid pass at this point. I'd be fine with that. Make it purple. <laughs> <laughs> um, more uh, root updates. Uh, the stamps we talked about, and then there was uh, some more stuff about like applying stamps, uh, adding colors, which what turned out to be those uh, root stamps, which is kind of cool. Um, notification settings have been moved to its own section, and then they added in-game notifications, so you can like turn off you know when a raid pops up, which I have done because those are annoying as shit, and I never use them. Um, but uh, it's nice as well. Uh, raid display adjustments. Uh, they can now change what the game shows you is the raid tier versus what the game actually is. And so they're obviously doing this for um, like these four stars that are actually five stars. So they can like spawn a four star raid, but then show the difficulty as a five star raid. Mm. Um, so that will be good. But then also I think so right now, I don't know if they fixed it in the point two update, uh, but like, the scaling is all fucked like it's just like one long it's like a lot of like the five stars show up as like one ray one ray difficulty but it's like stretched yeah i remember seeing that the... i thought it was just a weird bug but yeah i guess it was a side effect of this yeah it's a side effect of this i don't i i haven't checked if it's updated in point two but that's kind of weird um the join raid button has been renamed to in-person join button um we joked uh that it was for the remote raid nerfs uh coming uh but it turned out just to be for the go fest in-person raids and like the four star raids and stuff like that uh for they didn't push the text in time so for uh starlight community day so these raids like the button was like uh join underscore in underscore person underscore only underscore button or something <laughs> and like went off the edge of the screen and i was like and i was expecting because they they push other stuff throughout the weekend so i was expecting like a push over the weekend to fix that but i guess they just didn't think it was a big enough deal yeah. to uh no because it was like all over twitter and facebook and you know it was in everyone's screenshots and stuff like that so um uh, uh Hisui was added to the Pokedex. Obviously, it's in the game now. Uh, I still like pointing out that it's called Gen 8A, uh, just to uh, prove Joe wrong. Um, that it is a subversion of Gen 8. So you don't know what you're talking about, Joe. What do you do? Even what do you even like Pokemon at all? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I doubt he listens to this. So <laughs> I'm just making fun of him into the ether. Um, the Pokecoin sprite uh, was added to quest reward items. Um, we you could they could already reward Pokecoins to uh via quest before they've obviously did that before with the the test for receiving Pokecoins during like your thirty coins or whatever during quests and stuff like that. Um we know that they could add coins to to quests as well. Uh but now like the icon was added so it could actually show up. Um 
maybe they'll use this or something, but I doubt it, to be honest. Uh, and then the last thing in this APK was uh, the download all assets feature uh, that we reported on a long time ago by accident. Uh, we got something wrong with one of the new asset systems, uh, but now it looks like it's legit. Uh, there was tel telemetry added for it. Uh, the feature itself was added for it. We think we have a pretty good idea of how it's going to work, uh, but this is something that a lot of people have been asking for for a while, which is cool, uh, especially when they do these big Unity updates and re push a bunch of Pokemon assets. Um, it would be kind of cool to, to have that. Uh, we'll see how it affects any of our stuff. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. Um, thinking it probably won't. Uh, mm. But uh, who knows? Uh, that and the language settings might fuck us up. But uh, we'll see when it goes live. Yeah. Um, to be and... fair as well, like with the new... I don't know how much we talk about this sort of stuff, but when they switch to the, one of the new asset systems, they change the way that things like caps and stuff work. They're now called doodads. And yeah. they get added onto the Pokemon rather than being a separate entity. But that means whenever a Pokemon, whenever a doodad is updated, every Pokemon of a doodad has to be redownloaded by your game. So yeah, yeah, this could help you manage yeah. when to do that by doing it over Wi-Fi rather than need to reload all of those Pokemon again. Well, yeah, and I think I mean the game will still download things as needed too, right? So like if you don't, I was like, oh, there's a download all up all assets thing, and then if you like tap on a Pikachu with a hat it's still going to download it regardless of your setting. I'm pretty sure. Right. So, cause the game still needs to load it. So like, um, yes, but it, won't, but it means that you haven't yeah. got to download each, like if you then see a Charmander, it's got to redownload the Charmander asset. And then if you see a Bulbasaur, it's got to redownload the Bulbasaur asset. Whereas this way you can just download them all at once when they make those changes. Uh, uh, yeah. Assuming you don't tap on like if like if they update like one of the hats and you tap on that hat, then it would download the other ones as well. Mm. I think, right? Uh, I think so, something like that. Yeah, it's it's definitely better though. Mm. It's like it's it's and something that people have been asking for. And I was like, the assets just get massive and like our asset repo is what like eight gigabytes or something like that. <laughs> now. Like it's it's massive. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so, we could probably do having a cleanup for some of our repos at some point. Yeah, there is there is some lingering stuff but uh it's it's mostly it's it's mostly i don't know like it's mostly the 3d stuff but it's not a lot of duplicates at this point i don't think it's i guess we still have the addressable assets and the regular ones yeah. which is also clogging it up too come to think of it yeah that's true cool well, i think that's it our longest podcast ever <laughs> I, for like the fourth time in a row <laughs> yay we did it uh we did it. well if you got this far congratulations uh, as I said before, you can blame Marty for this. I thought we were just talking about GoFest, and he was like, let's do a full podcast. <laughs> so if you, again, just tag Marty in the Discord and say whatever you want to say. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you all for listening. Uh, if you want to support us, you can check out our Kofi page. Um, you could buy a pin if we had them in stock. They'll be back in about two weeks. Um <laughs> Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Pokey underscore Miners, and you can join us on Discord at discord.gg slash PokeMiners for the latest updates and to join in the discussions there as well. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, thank you everyone, and uh, thank you Niantic for an uh, amazing GoFest. Uh, see you guys at the next one. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. -bye. <laughs> Bye.